going to have to watch my uh, headphone output like a hawk because I got fuckers over here changing <laughs> it left and right. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking asshole. What are you, Blue? You're too loud, man. I'm too loud? Yeah. Bree's too loud? We're all too loud? You. I'm I haven't even just... talked. See, that's too loud, too. Jesus. Look, fucking <laughs> calm down, people. You are out of control, both of you. <laughs> right now. I think we're all, all, I think Jeremy and I are sharing everything right now. It's because it's episode 72 and we're excited. Jesus Christ. It is episode 72, right? Holy shit. Look at you. Every time you fucking talk, look at that. Spike spiking. Do we need to start that is, over? That is you not. These are inside voices. That is not. <laughs> absolutely not how you sound check. <laughs> now you're like, oh, and the, by the way, it's no, really I'm fucking loud. Sure that's exactly <laughs> how he did and it's just all changed. No. no. Okay. No. Because his were like. Okay, you need to yeah. chill. Like, I know my family stressed you out, but just breathe. Take Look, another swig and just breathe. Look, you I know. like a mini meditation at the beginning of this podcast? Yes. Here's the thing. Your uncle. Is a dipshit. They're all not intelligent people. I love your I love your mother to death, but none of your family's all that intelligent. My mom is intelligent, but she's not super book smart. She had dyslexia when she was growing up, and it was before they treated it. And so they were just like, just push this little girl through. To, to be clear, it wasn't just when she was growing up. She has dyslexia. Well, yeah. But she they has, were just like, just push, this, just push this little girl through and graduate her. And she can't, like, she loves to read, but it's, like, super slow. And We, we were all lamenting about uh, how well your grandmother did for not finishing the sixth grade. Yep. Um, as we were finalizing that estate, so. Um, well, that's because she kind of married well. My uh, grandpa went back to school and got his degree when he was like fifty something. <coughs> Not degree like college, but like high school diploma. As he didn't have his either. It was a different time. It was a different time. A different time in a different place. I can't get my levels right. It's just a rough day for me. I'm just gonna go back to drinking. You guys can talk amongst yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna drink too. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's Ryan. Ryan from last year is back with us. Yeah, that's his. That's his actual Ryan name, Ryan from last from year. Yeah, last this year. is not Ryan last Ryan year. This Butterfield. is Rye from the sky. Rye from all the sky. The all new and improved. This Just Ryan. Uh, it's it's Ryan Butterfield who is with us today. Uh, this, of course, being the new Utah podcast. Um, I'm your host, Chris. Uh, did you just say Chris? Yep. Yep. Did it again. Did it last time too. I'm Christ. I'm your host, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. I should just, instead of using Chris as my abbreviated name because it's Christopher, maybe I should just start calling then myself Christ. Then we can Christ. start addressing you as Jesus H. No, because my name's not Jesus. It's Christ. Oh. I knew I was drawn here for a reason. <laughs> Jesus H. Cristo. Uh, no, I'm going to just start calling. You need to Is call me H Christ. Is the H holy? I think your family would freak the fuck out if you called me Christ every time we were around them. That would be funny. I think it would be but, too. Yeah, probably. You could modernize that and just be Chris T. Chris to the T. <laughs> I'm just going to call you Fur. Or just call him Cookie. That's or what Christoph. Heather calls him, and I like it. Christoph, that's how my name appears on almost every legal document because they don't have their systems updated to accept real names. Christ with the Fur, like Booth with the Fur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's episode 72. Uh, that is, of course, Ryan Butterfield that you, you heard. Uh, making jokes, um, and then we have Jeremy, hello, who doesn't have bees anymore, or uh, jokes. <laughs> yes, you do. You just made yeah. one. <laughs> <That's> just <laughs> uh, then we have my wife Bree. Hey, she's drinking uh, orange juice without vodka because she's crazy. Can um, you drink orange juice without vodka? Yes, you can. Oh, <laughs> people do that for breakfast frequently, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> uh, and then there's Jess, who's not sharing her jerky with me. Who didn't ask? 
Jeremy doesn't ask. You just share it with Yes, he does. He holds his hand out and she puts it in like a mother, <laughs> like a kid and a mother. Can I hear her way on do the baby like bird? Like a mother? Should I do the baby <laughs> bird like thing? Like, uh, no, please don't. Well, if it's I'm disturbing. Put it, chew it first. Thank and you, Jess. I'm going to not chew this on the mic, which might mean it sits for two hours in my hand. Um, anyway. You can suck on it. <laughs> you can suck it. If you would have seen when meat, you were babe. looking for the jerky what I was doing with my mouth in front of this mic muff, you probably You should suck on that meat, babe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's it taste like? <laughs> Not with the fur. Boots with the fur. Chris to the fur. We're going to start calling you that. That's going to be your new like moniker. Whatever. I don't even care anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I'm I'm just spent. You're throwing the towel in, is that? Yep. yep. You guys carry the show. <laughs> so you can it, eat your beef. You can eat your beef jerky. Let's see how that people out. can complain about us. It's <laughs> not quite popcorn. This time I won't. Yeah. This time I won't eat, and you guys. Can I love eat. that Jen and Derek like totally had our backs. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> we're like right? we're gonna eat as much as possible. They're so funny. I love them. Anything exciting happen this weekend or week or anything for anybody? In the world or just general? Just in general. Harvey Weinstein's a douchebag. Hey, I said that exact thing right before I left work when my boss was watching his, or looking like, up his stupid I know Fox that, news. like, celebrity things is not your deal, but, like, this is a huge deal. <laughs> like, a huge deal. And what? as of, like, an hour and a half ago, his wife finally left him. And she's an amazing designer. Look, rapers, child molesters, uh, misogynistic assholes. It doesn't matter where they're from. They're not my thing. She's not into him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not big on Bill Cosby. <laughs> now I don't really want pudding pops because they probably have some sort of oh you know, roofy in them. That's okay. Cream, creamies are better. Do, are there, do pudding pops even exist anymore? I don't think they do. do they? You can make your own. Did they cancel the pudding pops like the Bill Cosby show? <laughs> I'm going to give you a pudding pop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you uh, do an impersonation before, Chris. That's pretty go. fantastic. Because I'm not good at any of them. <laughs> Enjoy it. You just sounded like Bill Cosby. Yeah. Good job. That was very impressive. You can make your own pudding pops. There's a whole book on whatever happened to pudding pops for five night for four ninety nine. Yeah, it's five dollars of wasted money. Yeah, why would you buy a book on what happened to pudding pops? <laughs> go to uh, nostalgia. Go to Google and just look it up. It's probably on a Wikipedia somewhere. That's right, Theo. Oh, it's not just that. That's just and the name Ruby. of the book. It's whatever happened to Pudding Pops, <laughs> the lost toys, tastes, and trends of the 70s and 80s. You know, I did watch that show as a kid. But Cosby Ruby. Show? Yeah. Oh, we all did. All yeah, who didn't? It was wholesome. It was fucking terrible. It was such a bad show. Hey, I watched Fat Albert, too. Hey. 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 My parents I have the whole like series. You know another? Okay, let's talk about 80 sitcoms that suck. <laughs> Uh, Full House was a pile of shit. That was not 80s. Though. That liked, was 90s. That was and 90s. I like Full House. That was 90s. Uh, what else? Mr. Uh, Belvedere. Yeah. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> now, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was a show. That was 90s, 90s also. I don't give a shit. Let's talk about 90s. <laughs> it's, because, it's because you're you're so young. Uh, well, here's the thing. I get them all confused because uh, in the 80s and the 90s, there was so much garbage syndicated that uh, it was just all mixed in. Well, they shot a lot of reruns. So that's what you yeah, mean. Yeah, that's what syndication syndicated. is. Like Gilligan's Island. Yeah, it's called syndication. Just sit right back and mash. There was a mash towel at the Urban Flea Market this weekend. It was awesome. 
I'm not I'm pretty sure MASH is still on TV. I'm sure you can still find reruns of MASH. Yeah, if is, you're up at is. 2 in the morning. Yeah, it's like I actually watch it to go to sleep sometimes. I watched a lot of Mr. Ed when I was a kid. The famous <laughs> Mr. Ed. Yeah, and it was never good. It was never a good show, but I watched it. I watched I Love Lucy, uh, the Lucille Ball show, which were two different things. What the fuck is our neighbor doing? Running his generator. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wonder if you can hear it on the <laughs> Probably not. Uh, yeah, who cares? Sorry, people. My neighbor's a dickbag. I don't get why he's using his generator. Their power is on. Why are you using some gas-powered something? He fucking does it all the time. <sighs> Gotta make sure it still works. Gotta check out these jet skis I haven't fucking taken off my driveway in years at 6.30 in the morning on a Saturday. Spray them down with water, turn them on, fucking rev the engines. <laughs> yes, he does that. <laughs> Maybe he's preparing for the end. I think he is. I think he's, he's mm. had meat in his garage before. Meat, like a actual like yeah, but that's, animal. But that's normal. Well, that's yeah. My hunting, uncle does right? that all the time. I, he grow, just did that last week. Growing up, my neighbors did it all the time. I help him. Yeah, you lived in thing. Wyoming. This is the suburbs. So maybe he goes hunting. Well, I'm sure he does, but it's still the suburbs. Yeah, you just bring your catch that's home. Okay. And why pay a butcher no. to do it if you can do it yourself? I know. My uncle does all of his own deer meat. Mm. Does he live in the suburbs? He lives in American Fork. Yep. Well, that suburbs. doesn't count. Yes, it does. <laughs> it <counts>. American Fork <laughs> oh is like out there American, way far. American Fork is probably the most suburb of a suburb you can ever get. There's nothing individual about American Fork. Everything <laughs> there is like that's true. fucking chain city over there. And if it's not I a chain, I told you five miles like from one end to the other. This was quite a few years ago, but my aunt and I counted every single food place. Five mile, there was like seventy-five places. Yeah, and they're and all five miles. chains, all chains, almost all. Yep. So, wow. I set up a coffee shop today. That was a. Is that the one on Ninth and Ninth? Did you say? Uh, yeah, it's up in that area, Ninth and Eleventh East. So oh, Eleventh. Little coffee shack. <laughs> I'm still blown away how much money people fucking spend on coffee and sodas. Sodas it's blow my mind. Why? Why? Why does coffee not blow your mind? Because I drink it, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't drink soda. <laughs> yeah, the soda thing, like four bucks for this fucking giant soda. That's Seriously, just rotting your own pants. So ridiculous. Soda shacks. I don't know. Either one of those things. Like those women are lined up every day. Oh, and it's the same fucking customer. And I, because I have soda shacks that are customers, and I'll be in there and they're like, oh, there's Mary. This is her third time today. She'll be back in around four. I'm like, fuck, it's only noon. It's not like it's a 12 ounce soda. These are like 48, 52 ounce drinks. Maybe they're sharing with their friends. Uh, <laughs> with all their kids that are in the back waiting <laughs> to go 12, to school. They're 12 children. My favorite is, my favorite is when Good they shots. go, yeah, can I get a, uh, a diet, you know, fucking raspberry, razzmatazz, Dr. Pepper with a twist of cock knocker in it or something. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. But so they make a diet Dr. Pepper and they fill it full of sugary syrups. Those syrups are loaded with sugar. And they're like, here's your diet drink with fucking six ounces of sugar in it. That way it's healthy. Like why? Why bother getting the how diet? Much, soda? How much sugar does Cockknocker have in it? A lot. Uh, it's pretty loaded. <laughs> it's, it's high in protein. As Ryan's well. thinking about it. <laughs> it's, uh, Ryan it's, didn't remember what he got himself into. Yeah. It's high in protein and high in sugar. <laughs> Ryan's second. I'll show you the low-fat way to get a hold of that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is when you add Cockknocker, if you get the Cockknocker <laughs> yourself, you actually burn off more calories burning it than you do drinking it. So. <laughs> if you want to go for the real thing, I'll just talk to you afterwards. And I put that in the show notes. Cock 
That's a new. You're never gonna go to one of those soda shacks the same again. <laughs> you're gonna be like, I heard you have a new ingredient. Do you know? Can you just add? Do you know how many that? hits we're gonna get from Cockknocker in our show notes? <laughs> yeah, hashtag Cockknocker. Like we we are going to branch in into an entire new audience. <laughs> I want to put it on a hat already. <laughs> <laughs> you can market that. <laughs> Make it red hat with white lettering. Make cock knockers great again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cock knocker, who's there? <laughs> Make cock knockers great again. I feel like there has to be some kind of image that goes with it, though. That's not like that's like the chicken. The, it has to be like. No. <laughs> like it reminds me of Young Frankenstein. Nice knocker. Nice knocker. Like a, a door knocker. Nice. Yeah, knockers. like a. An old-fashioned yeah. door knocker. That's yeah. a chicken, right? That's yeah. a chicken. It's a rooster. Yeah, and it's got a door knocker in it. There and we it's go. Big and long and nice heavy. cock knocker. There you go. A big it's old a cock, cock and then there's a knocker <laughs> underneath it. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. Do you want me to make stickers for you? <laughs> I so see the store. <laughs> I actually see the store in my head already. <laughs> the cock knocker store. Uh-huh. It's, just, it's just called cock knockers. <laughs> right, right next oh to God. Hot Topics. <laughs> but all they, s- all they sell is of. liquor supplies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an adult novelty store at all. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no frills, just cock knockers. <laughs> door knockers and liquor supplies. And um, what about doorbells? But they count? No, they're not knockers. Only well, there's liquor supplies. Those are ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are doorbells. I think it's in the same realm. That's what I'm saying. Doorbells are ding dongs. Ding dongs and cock knockers. That's all you sell. <laughs> That's what your story's going to be. I did not bring this energy. I promise I did not bring this energy. Maybe you did. You brought the silly. Our, our show notes are definitely going to be pornographic. So far, I have. Uh, right. <laughs> I feel. Is this the is this the SEO that I get to put on the blog? Make cock knockers great again, and ding dongs and cock knockers. And Jesus H Christ. No, that's not in my show notes. I don't want to offend the Mormons. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's important. <laughs> Did any of you catch the fact that I was that my boss was was reading Fox News website, and he before he left for to leave to go home, he said. Is there anything I can do before I go? And I said, yeah, please stop uh, reading Fox News website. And he just looked at me and I was like, can you not like read something that's slightly more like in the middle? Left media is all fucking bunch of liars. Oh, babe. Anyway, that's where I, that's where I talked about. Uh, what's this flip Harvey being a douchebag? That's when I said the exact same thing that you said is because that was up on this. this But hey, look, and I was listening to the left show today. They were talking about that. uh, And and uh, Jeff Bell said something that that really uh, resonated with me. And that's, you know, when when liberals have people that fuck up, we take care of them. Meaning so Anthony Weiner, liberal guy, uh, he's going to fucking prison for two years Mm -hmm. for showing his dick to people on Twitter. That were underage. Uh, yeah, t- not to people, to kids. <laughs> to underage girls. He's going to fucking prison. He, he's lost his wife. He's lost his family. He's lost his job. And he's going to prison. So, yeah, no Democrats like, oh, that's a little too much for Anthony Weiner. Uh, who's the fucking dude from Chicago? Um, what the fuck's his name? I can't think of it. Anyway, he goes to prison. Harvey Weinstein. I don't think there's a Democrat out there that's like, oh, it's overblown. No, they're like, motherfucker needs to be locked up. Uh, his own brother fired him. Yeah. So, and then there's Trump. Well, it's not Trump. It's it's the rest of the right. So Bill O'Reilly, 
fucking harassment going on forever. He's a piece of shit. I mean, you, you've seen the tapes of him. Well, fuck it. We'll do it live. You know, that kind of shit. And uh, yeah, we're still too hard on it. Let's make him our next president. Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't even joke. I'm depressed now. <laughs> yeah, we were having fun yeah. a minute ago. Sorry, I brought it down. No, the, you know, the whole political. You're bringing me down, man. The whole political scene, the, the Trump stuff is just. Out of hand. I just, I have to turn it off. I, I got to say, so we uh, we went to Comic-Con. We talked about this. Uh, but it was, the, the nice thing about it was, was I pretty much tuned out from media for for three days. I didn't really read much. I didn't watch much. I certainly wasn't looking at tons of stuff on my phone. And it was kind of nice to have that little vacation from all the crazy shit that's being said and done and everything else. So. Well, no fun stories from the weekend then, huh? Nothing? No one did anything Jeff, exciting? You should talk about what you did this weekend. Um, well, you were at the farmer's not- market when we were, magically. And we didn't time. realize didn't it. didn't even say well, hi. Well, because we went so late. Oh, like, it was jerks. almost 10 by the time we got there, and I was like, Jess will probably be gone. Yeah, no, I'm usually there for hours. <coughs> what the hell do you do I'm surprised we. I'm surprised people. we missed you, though, because we were at the pumpkin guy, too. Did you see my cute little pumpkin family? Mm-hmm. It's cute, huh? Yep. I got cards from him, so when I'm just going to bring my pumpkins and put them out. So when people ask, I can be like... Here, this is where you find him. Cool. So, then what'd you do? Then I went to Logan. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Why'd you go to Logan? First, I went to Home Goods and bought some frames. Because <laughs> 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 I almost have all of my Comic-Con art framed, which is a first in the history of ever. Uh, usually, it sits for, like, till the next event. <laughs> but uh, I was on a mission. So... Um, I went up there because every year the Bridgerland, um, I gotta remember what it's called, hold on, the Bridgerland Storytelling Guild, um, and another group does, uh, like a two-hour tour around the theater district and just tells stories about deaths that happened in the theater district in Logan, and apparently Logan was like a really hopping, um, theater place like people the train stop was just down the street and um like i guess there was a trolley that ran from salt lake to logan like just for people that wanted to go to the theater wow. so that's a long ass trolley. there were ride. yes well in the early 1900s that's yeah, really like all that there was especially back then they probably ran like 15 miles an hour yeah so um it was like a two-day trip around <laughs> right <laughs> anyway so we did that, and then there was a group that was offering a paranormal investigation for free, and so uh, we signed up and went and did that. So I got home at like four, and then I was back up at seven to go to the urban flea market on Sunday. Sweet. Yeah, yeah we. Uh, I winterized my yard, did some mowing, put some shit up in my garage that needed to be put away or to organizational shit, redid some things. Decorated. <laughs> did we you decorated s- the house. Did you look down? Did you look down the hallway when you came in? Which hall? The the Upstairs? laundry room hallway. No one walks down that hallway because mm-hmm. you won't let people come through the garage. So, well, Ryan could have, but he just stood at my front door instead, and I yelled down, "Did you guys know that he's here?" And I didn't hear anything, and so I was like, "Shit, I better go look at the front door." And I like, and there's Ryan. I'm like, "Just come in, just come in." <laughs> he was probably scared by my pumpkin man. Are you scared? 
You're scared, scared, scared all You're the scared time. by the pumpkin man, huh? Yeah, spirits <laughs> follow me all the time. I'm scared of your pumpkin man. <laughs> pumpkin man. The, uh, the pumpkin man, the first couple lights. of days, though, did catch me. Like, every time out. I turn, I'd be like, what the? Oh. Oh, the one like hanging in your face. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That pumpkin man. Yes. It's cute. He's terrifying. So, yeah. He's kind of scary in the dark, and you don't notice, and you turn around, and there's, like, something in your face. Anyway. I saw yeah. you uh, cleaned out your squash beds, Jeremy. Still working on it, but yeah. So, so yeah, our butternut squash, whole big bed. I only got eight. Well, I've got uh, the one that we've eaten. Uh, there's two more out there that are good size, and then there's a couple that are trying, so I'm not going to pull the bed yet. I want to leave it. They haven't froze yet. So, Usually in, in that front bed, usually I get 25 to 30. So to only have Jeez. eight, it's like, it's really weird. Yeah. You had a really season. weird year. If was it the, because of the no bees? Maybe no. I think it's what's going on behind your house. Yeah, but I mean, do you think that the bees normally helped them to? to yes, a, yes, the bees definitely helped. And yeah. I would also say the early freeze that that weird that weird freeze that we had. Like plants are like three weeks into life, and then there's and a then freeze. we had that crazy freeze Snowfall that like stunted everything. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it because uh, you know. Anyway, that's okay. I don't like squash. You know what I do like is events. <laughs> Me too. We get transitions here, people. <laughs> <laughs> that was so smooth. We we are going to be. I'm just going to say it. Jess can talk about what she wants afterwards. We are going to be at the Halloween Expo, the Utah Halloween Expo, this weekend. Yes, we um, are. So thir- is it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, nope. Saturday? Friday. No, it's Friday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. Saturday. It's on my calendar, or I wouldn't go. And the Holy Day of <laughs> Jesus Christ Sunday. I'd oh, be there it's, all, it's Christmas Day. I'd be there all by myself. It's Christ's Hanging Day. Out. What? No, you won't. Why do you think you'll be there all by yourself? No, she said if she would If you go Thursday, be, Friday, and Saturday. No, you said if it was on your calendar, you wouldn't go. And I said I would be there all by myself. That's true. That's true. And I don't know what you would do. It would be pretty pathetic looking. One person in this big booth with no recording equipment. I do look pretty pathetic. No, so you don't. Good. When you were just sitting there with <laughs> nothing around you. You could wave. <laughs> Parking is going to be a bitch. Yeah, so just Home take show tracks. is going. Do you know that? Yes, I do. Okay. Just take so take tracks. tracks. Uh, There's a track station right there. Is it okay if I go as a ghost and I just use a white sheet with two holes poked in the eyes? Yes. Of course you Just can. don't make it pointed. I, you know <laughs> don't what do I, that. <laughs> does, does the DI sell used sheets? No, they do not. Damn it. I was just there. Savers That's does. why he's asking you. Sh- yes. Savers does. They actually sell new sheets because they don't want to sell old sheets. Yeah, but do they sell like shitty like 1980s like crappy floral print Savers sheets? Savers does. No. Why? I don't know if it's a cleaning issue or whatever, uh, but they have brand new sheets. They're only sets for like $10. I really want to go. I don't know why I'm plugging the a, DI right do now. Do it. Is a shitty <laughs> as a shitty ghost with eye holes. <laughs> Savers does. Savers has old sheets. Like that might be it. I have white ones, but I think that they've been just sitting in my laundry room for so long. They're probably just no. I don't want white ones. I want ones with some shitty like flower <laughs> pattern. Seventies floral oh. print. <laughs> yeah, like like super puppy or something. Like I on Beetlejuice. Savers. Go to the Savers in I'm South Jordan. It. I'm doing it. <clears throat> well, I was planning on going a Sia, but then I didn't want to stand in the corner the whole time and like do do nothing at all. <laughs> 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 So then I told my mom, I'm like, I'm going to be Sia for Halloween. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, she's that singer that has like the wig that, you know, covers her eyes and everything. And she goes, well, shouldn't her name be No Sia? (laughs) (laughs) Your mom really said that. Yes. (laughs) She can be funny at times. So if those are your mom's jokes, how are your dad's jokes? 
<sighs> Few and far between. He's more of the kind of laughing Ed McMahon sidekick. The ha 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 and scaring the crap that's out of me, too. Mean. No, I said that's that mean? I said it has a name. Oh, yeah, it does. Gaffa. Like a sidekick. I'd be a sidekick laugher. What? You no, me? you're not a sidekick laugher. You are you just have a regular <laughs> laugh. Oh, no. I. You know that song on Mary Poppins? I'm like all of those laughs at once. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. We no, just watched like that. Not like that. I did just what watch. else are you guys dressing up as? So my second I'm choice here is because I'm obsessed with The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. Do you guys know this? <laughs> yes. Are you obsessed? Like I haven't seen it yet, but I I know what you're talking about. You guys about. won't just, dress up. I was the only one that dressed up. I just want to speak the language. I just want to be, you know, praise be. May <laughs> the Lord open. You should do all of your readings like that? Yes, I should. But then I thought, wait, what is my house name? Because I really don't have anybody that I'm with. So I'm like, of nothing. Because <laughs> you have to be of somebody. So I'm like, hmm, maybe that's a pickup line. Of, of the field Would of butter? Would you like to be of, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. <gasps> you could be of Cockknocker. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Ryan's face, but that was awesome. <laughs> I'm just wondering when we're going to get back to our Really? <laughs> you of all people? Amy was like, he never lets you get a word in edgewise, does he? That's that? what she said to me at the, her name's Amy. She runs Amy's Home Cooking oh, right. Spices. And she's, she, that's what she said to me at the farmer's market. I was like, it's okay. It's our thing. Um, so If you were really offended by it, I might stop. You, you would never know. So how's that? For I mean, that means she's offended by it. <laughs> no, I'm <not> offended. <laughs> um, pumpkin no, Nights, you, you said that. Um, ever what's their face Evermore. Evermore. This course? but this came from a place in in Minnesota so I'm just saying Minnesota some people can have similar ideas and it's whoever does it first allowed. and makes it cooler <laughs> just Who, saying whoever patents it is so <laughs> so Pumpkin Nights is coming to the Utah State Fairgrounds uh, starting this weekend it goes the 13th to the 27th I just want you to know I spelled Nights with a K when I was <laughs> writing pretty much amazing <laughs> it could be Nights you never know that's what, what you could go as Ryan a Pumpkin, pumpkin Nights night. they're going yeah. to wear a full suit of armor with like car. green vines not uh, with a K with an N though <laughs> <laughs> 3,000 hand carved pumpkins you guys it's gonna be they bring them like from Minnesota no, I assume I they do them here but I don't let me tell you no. about carving 3,000 pumpkins. <laughs> it fucking sucks. You'll never want to see it or smell a pumpkin again in your Did life. Did you like get creative or was it just like two eyes and a mouth, next one, two eyes and a mouth, next one? Uh, well, so You there probably were, started creative and then by the end that's what you're doing. Well, so there's there's a lot of people carving. It's The, the carving part isn't so bad. It's the gutting of pumpkins that is arduous. So we actually had like... We had like big old, we had like auger bits attached to hand drills and yeah. we were like just scooping out the inside of pumpkins like that by the end. But, uh, with it, augers, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they make them and they go on your drill for real. Yeah, and you just, you just for real? auger out the pumpkin. For real. For sure. But, for reals. So we were doing a lot of that. Uh, and, and there's, 
that many pumpkins there's artists that are doing like the really crazy amazing like carvings and then there's the like fucking you. cut some triangles and a crappy smile and call it done and there's you and then you have to dip them so that's the other thing with what? with pumpkins they have to dip wax? them in like a, it's like a wax but there's just a specific kind of wax i know petroleum jelly if you uh <laughs> and and if you, it's what keeps them from decomposing rotting yeah, so fast rotting really fast so mm. who knew but still by the end of pumpkin fest like the last they're all night, caving in they're, they're caving in and like there's still like this outer shell of wax and so they're like sagging inside the shell it's weird looking that sounds scary it's gross Ooh. this is the last weekend of october fest so if you didn't go it's too late now yeah and it's cold and there's the same beer here and if you want good uh Oh my goodness, by the best maple bar up there that I've ever had. It was so good. If you want good German food, just go to the Bohemian. Or there's other places too. Yeah, can you name one? Siegfried's Deli. That's a German. Yeah, but it's a deli. Sandwiches are delicious. Sure. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's not schnitzel. It's not Wiener schnitzel. (laughs) Then go to Wiener schnitzel. No. (laughs) That's a hot dog. I said Wiener schnitzel, which is pork schnitzel. Or chicken schnitzel, or braised cabbage. This is not events, Chris. But guess what is? <laughs> the classic horror <laughs> film fest that's going on at the Salt Lake Public Library. Whoop de doo! Goodness. How about hey, that? So I did that investigation um, <laughs> up in Logan. It, they're doing it every weekend. Wait, wait, did you just go right from the awesome movie fest yep. to a paranormal <laughs> investigation? Yes, your reactions are determining. <laughs> We're going to get through these fucking events fast now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so they're doing those. It's through the Logan Downtown Alliance. And it was like 10 bucks. But don't talk to me right now. I have to say something really quick. (laughs) So I am very adamant about not going to the Fair Factory building. Like there's not good juju there. But I just found out that they're doing day tours now. They just started them on Mondays. They're only doing them on Mondays up till the end of the month. And so it's just like a historical walkthrough of the building that I would pay to do. So you just saying that makes me want to go to the Fear Factory now. I've been wondering if it's any good. Uh, and I didn't ask Sean Chantel went. went this weekend. But I love haunted houses. I've always loved them. They're so yeah, much her fun. boyfriend broke up with it this weekend, and, and too. And to know that that place is haunted and there's bad juju makes me want to go even more. Do it. Now, go. let's take a step back and go back to this movie, this horror fest, because <laughs> I'm... If there's one thing people should know about me, it's that I love B-rate horror movies. These are not; these are classic horror movies, like, like Nosferatu from 1922, and that is this weekend. Next weekend is The Unknown, which is a 1927 thriller, and then the 27th is a Swedish-Danish witch hysteria movie from 1922. Okay, so those could be cool. You guys can go. I don't know that I like those kind of movies. I'm talking they're, like... They're harder to watch just because of the way... I mean, that was the the introduction of cinema and the first yeah. time those movies were created, so... I'm into like like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. There are, there are other like film things going on around town that are Halloween related as well, but I just thought this one was cool because it's older movies. Like the cool. Leprechaun's one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, with Jennifer ever. Aniston. Thanks, yeah. So There's like it. seven of them, you know yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, the the first two, and then there's, they just drop off. Seriously, there's like seven. <laughs> then there's then there's horror movies that, like Saw, the Saw movies. I haven't seen any of them. The Saw. So the first couple were because really I good. would watch them like I liked like the this. first one, I liked the second one, and but then it got to be like, and then it's gore for the sake of gore. But then like in the third one, he dies. So it's like I don't even know what they did in the fourth one because they killed him in the third. They have one. a new one coming out too. 
Yeah, it's called Jigsaw, though, so it's not tied to those other movies, even though it's the same um, shit. I like Asian horror films. Like The Ring? Um. Well, that's I actually hate The Ring. Actually, I had to clean out my drain this morning, and that is, like, <laughs> disgusting oh. to me. And I was going to take a picture and be like, this is what nightmares are made of, because... All right. I hate that movie. We're coming back to this. I don't want to. I don't want to stunt events, but but we're coming back to horror movies before this show's over. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're like threatening. Um, I'm gonna turn this car around. Hey, I'm yes. the fucking driver. I decide what we do. Next weekend, you guys, is the last weekend of the Salt Lake Farmers Market. Sad outside. Side. Just outside um, downtown. Window. Yes. There's the uh, shoot yourself in the foot, go get some drugs, and then hop over to Rio Grande. One coming up, though, right? Yes. <laughs> but so next Saturday from 1130 to 130, you always hear us talk about Folk Hogan. They are going to be playing at the farmer's market. Where at? In the There's a little stage. Area? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you then. Burp in the mic. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, they're also having a, a pet costume contest, too. Aww. So. Uh, you could dress up your pets. Yeah, I was noticing this weekend that it was uh, really thinning out dramatically. Well, the, uh, there's nothing. I mean, the produce is dwindled and it's apple season. Yeah, all the onions, all the onions had their outer skins dried out. Well, especially with the cold weather, which technically this is how the weather's supposed to be in October. The last couple of years have been abnormally warm. Yeah. So typically, though, this is when your vegetables are you've pretty got much your, you've got your fall squash done. They've about given their all. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I I have loved the farmers market this year. So I bought a lot of shit from a lot of different people. <laughs> Perfect. Uh so then um November seventeenth, I believe it is, is when the Rio Grande one opens up. And they're going to they used to do it every other, but I think they're doing it every weekend. I could be wrong, but I will definitely have that updated for you. Um, yes, yeah, so go pick up some heroin and then go to the farmer's market. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like I said, the uh, Logan Ghost Tours. It's not, that, I thought that's where you went to get it. Downtown, the Rio. At the Rio Grande. Yes. Downtown. Uh, next weekend is Anime Bonsai, and we will be there. Boop, boop, boop. Get to see a bunch of people dressed like up in awesome costumes. We should take the approach of, like, we need to, like, learn about this. Like and th- like that's what we need to get out of these people because I don't know anything about anime. Uh, okay. You should quiz quiz Carissa on Thursday. She's an anime fan. Do I need? We want to learn about it ahead of time or learn about it while we're there? No, while we're there. Yeah, of course. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I know about anime. Hey, guess what? I... Crit and Russ are going to be there. Crit killing and yeah. Russ. Anime bonsai. Yeah. What are they going dressed up as? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have to dress up? Are you dressing up? Fuck. <laughs> then why should they dress up? I don't dress up for shit. He's dressing up like Beetlejuice. I'm wearing nothing. That's what I'm going to wear. So that's at the that's the 19th through the 22nd at the Davis Convention Center, which is in Layton. Um, there are 108 different events on Friday, 104 on Saturday, and 55 on Sunday. Like those are panels and signings oh. and I mean I thought you were talking about events in general. I was like, Jess, we don't have fucking time to go through all these. <laughs> When have I ever given you 108 events, Chris? You, she can't even get through one. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, if you want to go up north, um, besides the Logan Ghost Tours at Union Station in Ogden on the 18th, they're having a, it's called Making of a Mortician, you know, to get into the Halloween spirit. Uh-huh. 
Um, <laughs> and it's a free, it's a free little presentation, and it's done by the director of mortuary science from Salt Lake Community College. Is that that face thing that you posted, where those faces were sitting there on the table? Yes. Ah. Um, it's kind of a big deal because it took a really long time to get this uh, college in Utah. And it's only been here for a couple of years. So that could be a really cool event to go to. And then on the 21st at the Anarchy Girls Cause Space, they're doing two different Halloween makeup classes. Um, one's $40 and one's $60. And um, it's taught by a guy named Jonathan Aspital. And uh, yeah, if you want to get your Halloween makeup on, a week before and try it out. That is a good. Make sure you wash it off though, because you're gonna have one hell of a breakout if you keep it on. For a <laughs> right. um, and just a reminder: the, the just to go back this, this weekend, the pick the pickle we talked about it last it's weekend. So best fucking name. It's awesome. The pickle, pickle building. The pickle building. The pickle no, this is has nothing to do with Rick I and know. Morty. I know it has to do with pickle building at all. It's a pickle warehouse. Yeah. That there's an opportunity for Do them they have dills to or get were they a sweet grant. Pickles? Probably both. I don't like sweet pickles. I only like dills. There's a lot of fucking money that's out there for this thing. It's like, what, $2 million yes. is what the renovation budget's going to end up being if they get the, the yes. thing? Yes. So, that's all. Fuck, that's a lot of money. $2 million. I got to turn myself back up. Oh, turn that up. old building, the Fair Factory building was a cement building, by the way, if you wanted to know. Oh, yeah, no, I knew that. Just didn't know. Portland I didn't know if it was actually haunted or people just said uh, that. Yes, no, there. it is. There's been a lot of death there. Did you ever go to asylum? No. You want I haven't to? been anywhere. You this last weekend asylum? was my first investigation in the history of ever, besides just doing my own walk through cemeteries. Yeah, I don't do investigations. I've only been on one. I just like going scary shit. Yeah. Well, you've never been on my investigations, which I can talk about my investigations that are coming up. Oh, this we weekend. will get there. Don't okay. you worry. We're dedicating all the rest Ryan's of it to like, you. Talk about <laughs> me. That's, not, that's not <laughs> fucking true. First, we're going to talk about horror movies, you assholes. Okay. So, are you, I'm guessing that was it, right? Events are done. She said she was done. Also, all your haunted houses are open. Utah has a lot of great haunted houses. Please go out and support them. I don't give a shit which one you go to. They're all decent, and uh, really, you should support the local the local folks that are yeah. building these and putting these on so we have some of the best in the country hands down they win awards when they Agreed. do tour shit i don't know but uh go uh little little known trick don't go on to october 31st uh try to go during the week uh <laughs> is a good is a good uh time if you try to go on a friday or a saturday night you're going to be in a line pretty much no matter which haunted house it is and when i say a line i mean touching the party in front of you through the haunted house in most cases so uh, go during the week is your best bet. What the hell is with this song? I don't know. <laughs> I, was a, I was born a rambling man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong exactly with it. Exactly what it is. Fine, I'll I know it's exactly <laughs> what it is. I can hear it. So I'm changing it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> We're going to get jiggy with it. <laughs> Speaking of horror movies. <laughs> the song's called Freaking It by Will Smith. That's a good one. Hey, I like Will Smith. All right, horror movies. Yes, creep show, go. So I want to know what your, what's the scariest horror movie that you've ever seen? All of them. (sighs) I mean, you do cringe like Zombieland makes you freak out and you've seen it like a hundred times. I haven't seen it a hundred times. So for me, I would say, and I have to explain, but I would say the first Paranormal Activity movie. I went and saw it opening day before you knew it wasn't real. 
And I mean, I I know when the movie's over, you kind of you kind of get that. But if if you go into that movie not knowing that it's staged, it's a fucking movie. Of course, it's not real. Well, but the way that they the way of course, I mean, I know it's all publicity. But the way they oh found footage, all that kind of stuff, it freaked me out because I saw opening day in the theaters before they'd given away all the secrets and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That one legitimately freaked me out. I hated that movie. I hate found footage films. I didn't like Blair Witch Project. Jeez. I'm not the found footage. Are you the poo pooer of every movie? Yes, I've ever he seen. is. I just don't like. He's just the poo pooer of. I don't like the style ever. of any found footage film. It's I just do. not my thing. I think they freak me out too. Paranormal Activity is pretty accurate. That first one. Yeah. The thing up until the very end, that last twenty seconds when she rushes the. If they wouldn't have put that in there, you probably would have not known that that was staged because the way they do it is all things that. Well, it was a big deal because I thought. It was in New Jersey. Like, that's where I lived when I came out. So, it was a really big deal back there. So, those are those were all things that could have. And I remember people saying, was that real or was that not real? Was that real or was that not real? Because they didn't really advertise yeah. one way or the other. I don't remember. Who else? Who's next? So, here's one that scared me. And it's probably because I was young and it was Psycho 2. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a kid, that's a though. Movie. That's a good movie. Norman Bates, 22 years later, there's one mother, then there's another mother, and then she gets stabbed in the throat, and you're like, what the hell? And it, it, it freaked me out. So, did you watch uh, Bates Motel? Yes, I did. What did you think? I thought it was wonderful. I think that actor's if amazing. Power, if you power through season one and most of season two, I think you kind of, they started yeah, to pick it, up after that. His, his acting is fantastic. He and is amazing. We've, we've been watching The Good Doctor purely because he's in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And you so forget, good. like I've... First 30 seconds and I totally forgot he's Norman Bates and totally believe that he's this autistic doctor. Right. I just love him. Well, he was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. But and I mean, he was a little kid then. Finding Neverland. But I mean, he was a little kid. He was little then. Now he's like older and then Bates Motel is fresh. And Charlie so the to forget factory? that yeah. easily. Which one? He's the boy that he's wins Char- the gold. The Johnny Depp he's one. He's Charlie. Charlie. That's why I never, I watched that one like halfway through once. <laughs> Mine's the Gene Wilder one. Sorry. <laughs> That's my turn. That's your um, horror movie. So yeah, the, uh, I agree with yeah. that. So I'm going to throw one more out there and then I'll be done. But the Japanese version of The Rings freaked me out. Not the American version, but the Japanese version. Japanese version's good. Got yours yet, Jess? I don't ever remember really being like scared by a movie. Like, eh, like jump and stuff, but not one that I was like. So what's your favorite? Oh what's your favorite scary movie or horror movie? I like I said, I I, ha- I have a list of like four Asian horror movies that I always tell people to go watch. Is, is Scary Movie 1 one of them? No. <laughs> I actually don't think what I've about, ever seen it. What about Scary Movie 2, 3, 4, or 5? Sure, no. I like them all. <laughs> I love them. Ryan's my up on that shit. The only person I can get to watch them with me is my daughter, Sean. <laughs> no one else in the house will watch them, but she's happy to come down and watch she loves, fucking terrible movies. She loves those movies. B, B movies with you. She oh, they're them. so bad. So what are these Japanese movies, the Japanese horror ones that you like? They're not necessarily Japanese, just Asian. Oh, Asian. Yes. Um, when I used to work at the Olive Garden, I'd come home on Sunday nights and at 10 o'clock, Sundance would always have them playing. And that's kind of like every Sunday I'd be so excited. And then they stopped and I was so mad. So the first one they ever watched was called Dumplings. And I was oh. like, and we're talking like I'm already scared. Uh, <laughs> I went to eat some dumplings. like everything. Everything is has subtitles, so like you're just mm-hmm. like paying extra attention. Um, 
the whole idea is that people are going to this woman and to be young and they're all young. And once the main character finds out how it's happening, like you're just like, what just happened? And I'm not going to tell you because so you should watch it. They eat dumplings that are made out of people. It's silent green. Or, Kids or made out of fetuses. The dumplings actually. come to life and eat them. No, they're made out of fetuses, oh, actually. No. So, <laughs> so is human centipede your second favorite? No, I've centipede. never seen human. Why centipede. are you like guessing these weird ass <laughs> movies? What is up with that? No, the next one was that I watched, and I don't know why I remember this because I can't remember yesterday. Sometimes, so um, it was called The Ghost of Maynac, and I think it's based in it's a Thai movie. Um, but those are like my top two Asian. And then one called Boon Sin Shaba, which forget Babadook. This one is a way more scary. See, so I. Babadook so is not scary at all. Babadook's one of mine. At all. It is not scary. It could have been way, way more scary. I don't think it's necessarily scary, but it is fantastic. And, and it, it is my new. Like that movie was perfectly. The new one? Yeah. Yeah, they did a really good job. It was perfectly job. scary and funny and. It, w- it was I'm excited terrifying. to see what they do for a movie 27 years in yeah. the future. Because that's what their plan is, is to do the second half 27 years from now. Mm. Um, what about awesome. you, Brie? Everything. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> Everything a, scares me. She, she watches scary movies with her hands over her face like the whole way through. Everything scares me. We I have actually never seen The Ring all the way through. I saw it opening night, and I watched it in the movie theater with my hands over my eyes, so I have never yeah. actually seen that. I watched thing. it like this. Yeah, that's how Brie watched it. She was screaming in times when the whole theater was silent. So I, I do have one more, The Fourth Kind. Mm, oh, yes. that th- I can't find that one anywhere. That I'm one's not so much like, like scary or gory, but it's psychologically Freaks oh, you all of out. them. I I still run out of the room for Walking Dead. So I probably the only movie that's really scared me in recent memory is Insidious. Mm. Yeah, like Insidious. The first time I watched it, because we watched it, the girls made us watch it. Pitch dark, so curtains drawn, all the lights off. It was really fucking dark. No, no that, ambient light. Yeah. yeah, that that movie was really fucking the most scary for me. recent Ouija Ouija movie I saw in the theater. That was pretty scary. Is it just called Ouija? Yeah. No, I think it has a back. I remember. It came out last year. So, yeah. Uh, I love fucking horror movies. And I like the shitty B-rate stuff. I love all the stuff from the 80s and the 90s. You know, the Hellraisers. The Chuds. I like... <laughs> I really like... So, I like... My favorite movie series of all times is the Puppet Masters. Oh, the Puppet, Puppet Masters. Masters. The, the, that series of movies is fantastic. It's creepy. And they're not scary. They're just... It's just It's awesome. creepy. Puppets fucking killing people in an old hotel. All those things scare me. I can't even walk up the stairs. What are you talking about? I can't watch scary movies. <laughs> so I got I to gotta tell the story. So, Brie has this thing at, at night. When she's going to hit me. Uh, when it's when it's dark in the house, she just gets this me. this feeling that someone's chasing her up the stairs. or, or Not chasing up. me, that there's just someone at the bottom of the stairs. There's never anyone there. That you know. Mm-hmm. So I walk up the stairs backwards. Shut up. <laughs> So one night, she just starts tearing up the stairs all of a sudden and w- runs in the door frame. I whacked my head in the door frame trying to get into the bedroom. And I'm like, what something, the hell? There was something extra that night, and I got the very first foot on my the step, and 
She just ran up the stairs. That was and it. Like I, I didn't even do the like. Some most of the time, I like walk with my back against the wall. Like I walk sideways. <laughs> so I can just, like walk. She was just turning to get into the room. She just did it too fast. <laughs> like right into the door frame. I'm okay one. if like Leah's standing at the bottom of the stairs because I know that if there were something there, like sometimes I'll come out of the doorway in our bedroom and be like, "Hey, who's behind you?" <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> It is like a true, like, it's a terrifying fear of mine. I cannot do it. I can't do it anywhere. Can't walk. I can't, cannot walk up the stairs if it's dark. And it works sometimes. They turn off the light downstairs. And so I'm just like, I can't walk down the hallway from the front of of my building to the back of it in the dark. So I go and use those outside stairs that I hate that are treacherous because I can't walk down the hall. Our our listeners all think I'm the biggest asshole in the world now. You are an asshole. You must be a Virgo. He's nope. not. He's a cancer. Oh, really? he's a cancer. Oh, actually, then he's right of there, Lair, along with you. He's just keeping it on the inside. <laughs> That's probably why we get along so well. Should we talk to Ryan now? Yes. Let's talk to Ryan. So Ryan has been with us before. It was actually around this time last year. You've come full circle. Uh, at that at that point, he was uh, pimping this thing we're going to this weekend called the Utah Halloween Expo. Yes, that was true. And you are involved this year again, right? Yes, I am to a certain extent. Um, um, I will tell you that I kind of did back off because they found more people to take care of it. Thank you. Hallelujah. And it will be wonderful. Everything should be great and fantastic. Um, but in the meantime, I've joined the M&L Paranormal team doing the medium work for them and kind of gone out on my own doing some events as Rye from the Sky. I do tarot card readings. I also do oracle readings, and I will do medium work in speaking with your departed loved ones. <laughs> so this past year, I've been busy kind of going to the big events, like Wizarding Days. I was there and had a booth. Um, I was at the Todd and you Nair. were busy the whole time. Oh my gosh, yeah! And the, I was at the Todd and Aaron Psychic Fair downtown at the Red Lion, which was fantastic. Um, we actually read people on the thirteenth floor. Nice. And I don't know if they knew the history behind that hotel, but I believe it's the same one where the woman threw her kids off yeah. from the balcony onto the pool deck. Yes. And I don't think anybody Sweet. was aware of that. Actually. Really? So I, I thought that was like, yeah, was like famous Salt Lake War. Yeah, I thought that I happened at the Shiloh. It. Oh, no, it was the Shiloh. It, it was the okay. Shiloh. Well, I was telling people wrong then. Well, the Shiloh doesn't exist anymore. Freaking people it is now a Holiday Inn Express. Is it the Shiloh? Yeah. Holiday Inn Express. I guess they had... There used to be a, was it a holiday express there, though, the 13th floor or something, and we were that up there where they... I'm sure that something. has something to them. Anyway, so I've just kind of been making my way around doing events here and there and reading cards here and there, and so I have landed here. <laughs> At the podcast? Here in my basement. In t- yes. In my basement. Yes. Good so job. Do you define yourself as a as a empath, a medium? A, do you medium, define yourself, psychic? Uh Psychic is a word that... I learned from the person that taught me reading cards, that type of thing is the word that most people know. Everybody's psychic to a certain extent. And so what I do when people come to me, I find that they're usually at a crossroads, a point where they need answers, this type of thing. So I take more than their astrological sign or their birthday, which is the easiest way to start to talk to people, is by their element that's associated with the astrological sign. Then I kind of tell them what their spiritual gift is when they brought it here to this world. And tune them into it. Make them aware of, hey, what you're actually feeling, hearing, coming into your head, or seeing is actually your spiritual gift. Tune into that. Become awake to it and follow it. And you too can develop any kind of intuition or just focus on it even more. 
Interesting. Yes, I don't want to be your life coach. I don't want to be your weekly therapist. <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. And I explain that well, to people. Did he, did you hear him guess that I am a Scorpio? Were you paying attention at that time? No, I, she's guessed a bunch of things out there. <laughs> no, that's what he t- told me. Well, it's, it's very interesting that you're a Cancer husband and you're a wife, Scorpio. You're both water signs. So water signs are completely emotional. Cancer men will not completely admit to this because they hold it all on the inside. Cancer women, you can see the emotional roller coaster going on on the outside. Cancer men have it all going on on the inside. So they, they need to be kind of the more of the manly one. Scorpio does not like anything fake. They see fake people like this. They know authenticity like this. And they run away from anything that is not authentic. That's why she runs up the stairs because it's not really there. Actually, you can probably feel stuff more than you actually know. No, I feel, I feel stuff. And, and there's a history that there's a thing. And I don't talk about it because I'm afraid if I talk about it, like it's just tempting it to come back because it hasn't been back. So I don't talk about it. That's This is like as much. Yes. And it stems from that. And the one that shall not be named like in Harry Potter, that's yeah, really much. true. You call it towards you. You call it towards yourself. But being a Scorpio, they automatically think that they are bad because something bad happened to them or something bad came to them. That is not true because if you have a deep belief in something bad or dark, that means you have the equal amount in the light or the good. So Scorpios will automatically go, well, I must be bad or I must be evil, this kind of thing. That's completely untrue. Water signs, you both say you feel this is what your greatest spiritual gift is. It's called clairsentient. You feel things. So when you're in the Walmart and you see down the hallway, down the aisle, and you're like, oh, I know what's going on down there. You really do because <laughs> you can feel that. See, I do know everything. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him a bigger head. Can you see how big that noggin is? Well, miss, well, hats, <laughs> hats do not fit me well. Cancers are known for their large heads, actually. <laughs> I can't fit this thing through doorways. It's because of their big brain. And I will tell you. He does it, have a big brain. Yes. In cancers, this is their greatest gift. They're also their Achilles heel because the mind and the heart are always in confusion. Do I follow the heart or do I follow the mind? The mind says I need a good job and I need to provide for a family because that's what I really want. And I love Christmas, even though I won't admit to it because I don't really like what it's become of Christmas. But I do like the idea of that no one should go without during this time. So I have to provide for a family, but in my heart, I am a true artist. So which one do I follow? Yeah, and I'm this not, is a cancer's. I'm not an artist at all. <laughs> Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm sure you are. So we have you. What? Who else do we have? We have a Leo over here, which is my favorite to talk about. Good job, Jessica. Jess. The Leo. Way to be. Way to be the favorite. So she's a fire sign more than anything else. It That's is because of her hair. Yes, it is her world, and we're <laughs> just living in it. That's what a Leo is. Hey, if you want some self confidence or self boost, you say, "Hey, Jess, you're cool, right?" And you say. What? Am I cool? Yeah. But you're cooler. No, what do you, what do you say? You're cool, right? Yeah. Usually they say, fuck yeah, I'm cool. I Because they have a self-confidence. See, but I've learned to like else. hone that in because it was a real issue when I was younger. You should so. absolutely not do this. <laughs> uh, Leos are the easiest to explain. You should watch National Geographic. They are the lion. If you watch a program, you see why male lions are different than female lions. This is the difference between a male Leo and a female Leo. It's the easiest one to understand. You should be roaring. Roar. Do it. Do it, roar. Always Chris roaring. Will get mad I'll Stop spy. yelling in the fucking mic. See? I didn't even have to <laughs> but, do it. But when to know when to roar is the biggest thing it for didn't you. Turn but when you have that burning in your gut that I have I to have say something no matter what, this is when you should roar. You should not stuff those down and let them go. Arr. 
because it's it's pushing down your on, spiritual Rory. intuition. If you go back and you listen, I know. You from the mic and then roar. <laughs> no. Don't tell me no, woman. My house. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so you got some waters and fires, and what do we have here? More water. Scorpio. Yep. Is that Scorpio. why? Is that uh, why I? Uh, is that why I always interrupt her? Because Jeremy she's and a fire I are like the bestest. And I'm, an, I'm a water sign. I'm trying to put her out. Well, you do have fire and water going on here. So you are doused in fire by all three waters. That, that kind of takes out flame a little bit. But don't let it... Okay. That's probably why we all talk over this afternoon. Fire and water can exist together, but it's a delicate balance. So you have to remember that. Yeah, Jeremy and I, our birthdays are only a few weeks apart. Do you know what Scorpios are the most famous for? What's that? Are you kidding me? All no. Scorpios usually know this. I I'm don't so know. glad I came here. I don't. To I don't. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't track any of that kind of stuff. Like I know that I'm a Scorpio and I know my birthday is, and that's about it. Okay. Like I don't even know what my kids are. Well, here's your Christmas gift early. You're both the best at sex. <gasps> oh. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> well, I don't know about Jeremy, but confirmed. <laughs> Good job. Good job, us. Yeah, yes. And it is because your emotional commitment and involvement to it. It's it's not like technique or any of this stuff. Well, it, it could be, I guess. I don't know. I've never been with Scorpio. Scorpios. Scorpios and Kama Sutra go hand in hand. <laughs> but wow. it's the level of feeling and understanding and everything that goes into it as down. well. I'm just stuff I say <laughs> Scorpio and Kama Sutra. <laughs> um, what are the Leos the best at? Everything. You're always you're impatient. This is why. <laughs> Actually. I I'm think not. Jessica is very patient. But you're always anticipating something. It's like, oh, I can't wait for this, and I can't wait for this, and I can't wait for this. Because fire signs always move yeah. us forward. I see that in your Facebook. Not like that you're impatient, but that you... you it's the like, anticipation. Oh, look, there's, another, there's a concert, or there's a thing, and yes. I'm going to go... Like, I see that. Yes. Oh, I'm going to go on this next plane adventure, or I'm going to go skydiving, yeah, or I s- I'm going to go eat uh, ants with cheese on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So here, here's the difference no. at the end of the week for a fire sign and water signs. Water signs want to go home and go to bed because that's where they that's recover. You bet your ass. Yes, and you should never apologize for going to bed. Your room I should never be your sanctuary. Hey, did you hear that? Just I, I want I you to out of balance. Yeah. I'm talk- I know I'm talking about me going to sleep. I'm not ever apologizing. Yeah, <laughs> you need, you need your sanctuary because you actually get your rest and renovation that way through dreams and through sleep. Fire signs, when they get off work, I got to blow off some steam. I got to do something. I got to get out there. I want to be spontaneous. I want to have fun and I want to meet people. This is blowing off steam. This is recovering from what's going on. So do you sleep? No, she You're doesn't. You're a late night person. I'm a late night person. Okay, late night person is different than sleeping. I don't sleep. But I sleep. I mean, ever. You're a like zombie. I, I like go to sleep at like like midnight or one and then I'm up again at like 5.30. Okay. And then like during the night. I wake up in the middle of the night. Okay, you're being interrupted by spiritual things then. This is probably why you're so scared. Are you <laughs> waking up at the same time every time? Mm-mm. And look at the clock and it's the same time? Mm-mm. That doesn't happen to you. Look Mm-mm. at the clock. It's giving you a signal. It's, it's so for like two months, 2.33 every morning. 2.33? 2.33. Okay, so you take that numerologically and you take 2.33. 2 plus 3 plus 3. 6. Seven, what is the math there? 8. eight. Okay, this is reminding you that there are ups and downs. Eight is always infinity on its side. You're on a roller coaster. You need to ride the low lows with the high highs. Not everything is going to be a sleep. Your life seems really easy right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just saying ride it out. 233 is guardian angel, spiritual realm, whatever is trying to give you a say that, hey, we're here. 
but you need to remember that everything is up and down. We're going to show you contrast in everything. So in order to know the great times, you need to know the bad times. Chris, do you wake up at the same time at night or at different times? Uh, I don't know. Depends on how much water I drink the day before. <laughs> <laughs> water I, I only ever wake up to pee. So cancer, let me tell you a little bit more about cancer so you can get an insight into this one. Okay. Um, cancer's first answer is always no. That's true. Do you want to do this? No. That's true. We can, we can, no. That's true. No, no. But then they let it sink in. And the more that they sink in, then they come around. They're like, well, maybe we should go do this. And you're like, oh, my God. No, Why didn't you just say the that thing at the is, beginning? Then it's, it's my idea. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, cancer's motto is, don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> he says that. No, I say, don't tell me my business woman. <laughs> That's true. He does. He says, don't tell me my business woman. Um, or he says, are you telling me my business? <laughs> and Leos never want advice. So when a Leo is talking, they want you to be their audience. So don't interrupt them. <laughs> Just let them finish what they're talking because they're clear audience first. So when they're talking, they're actually hearing themselves and they're talking things out as they're doing it. So when they say, come here, I need to tell you something. You sit there as if there is a stage and they're performing and there is no a third wall here. And you let them perform. And whatever rant and rave and whatever tangent they go off on, you're like, okay, let's vote. No. They I don't, don't want focus. Don't they want to perform can, because they're hearing You can't do it now. I can't do it. And they're going through this thing and they're actually working it out themselves as they do it. But they need an audience in order to do it. That's, so just shut up and enjoy the show. That's why Jess hates me. Because at the end, <laughs> no, she, she hates kids. At the end, they will say, now, do you have anything to add to this? And this is when what they're at think? their best. Yes, what do you think? Tell me what do you think. I don't know. Now, don't ever tell them what to do because it's automatically like this wall. It's not, that's never going to happen. So if you have a really great idea and you want to suggest it to a Leo, don't ever say it right to them because it's like they never heard it before. Unless they hear it from a stranger that's like, a, you know, like a homeless person. They're like, oh my God, this homeless person just told me what to do. And you're so like, oh my God, I told you that person. like five years ago. Why did you? <laughs> if you tell it directly to them, it will not work. That dude down at the Rio Grande told me I should get an attorney and I'm totally going to do it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you want to hide anything like your great, your good drink or anything, like if they come and they see it and they like, I want some of that, you should always put it in tinfoil because they never look in tinfoil. That's why people wear tinfoil they, hats. They think that it's old and that it's used. This is Leo only. And they they look in the fridge and they don't look in tinfoil. Like you don't look in tinfoil? Do you store things in so tinfoil? So hide things in tinfoil. I don't know. I don't ever have leftovers. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like them. They think that it's old because they like things that are new. And you need things that are new in order to fill. I'm like right on the cusp, so. A Virgo. Cancer. Cancer. Okay. Yep. Oh, maybe that's why you, that's why you can tolerate Chris. What um, day are you the my cusp? My mom's a Leo. 25th. My mom's a Leo. Friday. <laughs> Did you know that? I, I would say that Jessica. you're more Leo than anything. His mom's a Leo. So that's probably why he has a hard time because his mom's a jerk. And well, so he's like, so he he's hates actually, me automatically by no, default. He's actually having therapy for his mother by being here. Oh. Because I'll tell you this why. When you have unresolved, uh, unresolved relationships with certain people, they enter your life so you can see it in a different role. So it's entered as a friend. Oh, so she's he's, a nice Leo. Yes. So you can a you actually learn like from each I other. So I need to talk to you about getting my shitty childhood back. So you're oh, you're no. like you're like that Labrador on the Amazon. Is it the Amazon commercial where they put the little man? You're the nice lion. It's like a karmatic circle that like that's placed <laughs> in your position in order to understand your mother even more. Now, who's the cancer in your life that's driven you nuts, Miss Leo? 
Because I would say that's the karmatic circle. <laughs> Probably my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's my best friend. Yeah, Scorpios stick together. Because they're all about, let's get to the point of this. There's a lot of kind of talk. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about astrological signs, not cancerous people. <laughs> yes, I have lots of cancers in my life. And I don't mean people with cancer. <laughs> that's a different thing. <laughs> But, it, you know, I, I could talk about this all day. I um, could that's listen about it. It's a little bit stereotypical in a way, but I can do something a little bit more, like, uh, hone to you simply by asking you numerologically, as you sit here today, I did that with the 233, pick a number because there's only numbers zero through nine. Seven? Yes, seven. Seven means that you are at a crossroads. Seven is always choice because there is three on this side, three on this side, and one in the middle. You are currently sitting on a fence. And you need to just pick a side. Pick a and side. The side, it doesn't matter which side it is. Polka dots or whatever or that stripes. pattern is. But if there's a stuck place and you're not <laughs> able to move on on from it, just pick one side. It doesn't matter. Neither one is wrong because your choice is not wrong. Just pick the side and things will get better. Okay, Mr. Cancer, zero through so, nine, not well, seven. No, no, I got a question for you first. So, okay. so you, you do obviously some astrology stuff. You do numerology. You read palms. You use tarot. Um, I'm not a palmist, but I refer people to who are palmists. I do Reiki on people, which is energy movement, as well as pets. Um, but for pet reading specifically, I refer you out to other people because there's lots of great readers here in the Valley. There's tons of them. And I'll have different tools in order to answer your questions. So I'm not one that says, oh, you have to come to me and I'm the only one that's very good. There are tons of them out there. So depending on what people specialize in, I will always refer them. There's great ones at Crohn's Hollow. There's great ones at the Golden Braid. There's great ones um, at the Dancing Crane. And there's ones that are just out there individually, some that are mediums that see, that actually can see people and the, the deceased sit with them and they talk with them. And uh, there's all people with different gifts. What's, what's Reiki for people that don't know? Um, Reiki is an Eastern philosophy, which is, I don't know if it's older than Hinduism, but there is a man by the name of Usui, who is the method which I learned, who studied Sanskrit. He was from Japan, and he did study in, the Ameri in America, and then he went back to Japan. And the mythology is that he went up into the mountain, as told by one of the Buddhist monks, and he saw a ball of light. This ball of light hit to him in the forehead, and then he became unconscious for three days. After the three days, he came back to it, and he had these ideas of symbols in his head, healing symbols. And then in his study of Sanskrit, he actually recognized these symbols, and then he started to share this healing energy or this energy movement with the world. Um, he would only attune certain people to it. He, at the beginning, he only attuned men to it. Um, but there was a woman from Hawaii, which... Uh, I don't ever remember her name, but it's like Katata. Katata. She was the first woman that convinced Mr. Osui in order to attune her to Reiki. And she actually received um, different symbols after that, after she was attuned to Reiki. Anyone can use Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing that circles the world right now. So when people take their child and they kiss them and all this kind of stuff, this is real healing. You are using that power from touch to touch in order to make people feel better. Reiki is simply just being attuned to it and then using the symbols, that type of thing. It's just honed more greatly. Hmm. Interesting. What's All right, number? so number things now. Let's go back to that. Yeah, Mr. Cancer, number, number zero through nine. In there? Six. 
Six. It's always six. Six means. <clears throat> it's my password. Six. Six and 12. Those are my numbers. Okay. Six and 12? Yeah. Okay. 12 is one plus two, which is three, which means connection between you and another and a higher self. And bringing that into balance somehow, form or fashion. So I would say in this situation is what does the heart tell me? What does the mind tell me? And how do I reconcile those two things do i go off and be a true artist absolutely you should because that will actually take off the second that you quit listening to your mind interesting i don't know what art i would do this is an art well i was just going to say art isn't drawing or sculpting i'm well aware of that (laughs) anything that you consider a hobby or i can't really make a living doing this oh well then you have like 12 of those shit i need to play magic the gathering (laughs) professionally (laughs) This is the other talent I will clue you into is that you can take a pile of garbage that people would say a pile of garbage. And you're like, I can make something out of that. Yeah, that's Jeremy. That's that Jeremy. Or it's not. It's a, it's a talent. You should probably just practice that, but it's definitely Jeremy. Trash to treasure. Can I get some of your trash, Jeremy? I got plenty. <laughs> now you got to look at it first and say, I have to make something out of that. Mm. Just, just don't start collecting trash. <laughs> <laughs> you become a hoarder. 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 Yeah, that's a whole different. Yeah, yeah this is a psychological and he's skew. The, and he's then we'll... the opposite of hoarder, too. Like, he's a. <laughs> Fuck yes. Throws Get shit out of Mike, uh, I was planning to use. I'm like, that when? Thing. When? It's been in here for five years. When? Shut up. When the time is right, is what you say. You guys want to see the basket? I said, <laughs> shut up, you ass. I've cleaned out all of my children things, and I have two bags of children things, and I have 20 year old kids. That's 40 yeah. years of, of shit in two bags. And guess what? Mm, two bags, never, too many. They're never going to use them. <laughs> not, I, I didn't save it for them to use. It's not. I'm not thinking that they're going to one day be like, oh, this is the cutest thing ever. It's mine. <laughs> I, have a, I have an ownership issue. Things that are mine are mine. They'll always be mine. They're mine. Who's, whose bedroom is upstairs? Mine. Uh-huh. Whose bedroom's upstairs? Whose office is this? Yours. Whose bedroom is upstairs? It's your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I just get invited to sleep there. <laughs> do you want to do numbers, zero through nine? Sure. Five. Five, and what is your number? Mine? Mm-hmm. Zero. We'll, we'll do the two. Whoa. Okay, let's start with five. Okay. Five is completely about your home. Home is the Pentagon. It is, I. where do I start? I need to start with my home. Oh, he's an architect. Oh, good. <laughs> so whatever improvement or anything you want to do right now, now is the time. Five is also the number of change. So change is good. It's a time to change. Specifically start in the home and the one things that you feel like you should be changing, you should absolutely do that. Um, I I always talk to people and they say, well, Ryan, you make it sound so easy. And I said, no, this is not easy. It's all difficult. So I always try to start with something very simple. Go home, move something in your house. Move the furniture that you wanted to move. Move the chair that you said you would. Move the bookshelf that you thought that you should. And just start with that. You've moved energy, and the energy in the universe starts to say, oh, my gosh, he wants to change. Mm-hmm. So then change will start to happen. What happens when he moves that stuff, and then his wife moves it all back because she's pissed? What's <laughs> wife's birthday? March. March what? You're making me think. 11th. Okay. <laughs> I'll never forget that now because that's my dad's birthday. Now, oh. I'll tell you about Pisces. Just don't touch their shit. That's the whole thing. <laughs> so she's not allowed to move anything then. Okay. All of it's hers. <laughs> <laughs> so start with what you can and just move what is yours and the way you think you should move. Put your I, plotter in front of the Now, before you all laugh, and I'm a Pisces too, we're the most psychic and we're actually lived everybody else's lives because we're the last one of the calendar. 
So it starts with Aries, it ends with Pisces. Um, Pisces are intuitive. Just don't touch my crap. That's how I feel. <laughs> it is. Don't touch my shit. Don't touch my shit. Don't come in my room. Everything is mine. Don't. That has don't more to do with bother. only child, though, doesn't it? Maybe. I'm an only child. <laughs> That's okay. But I'll tell you about the zero. <laughs> the zero is a track, and we're running a circle, and we're in a rut. I feel Boy, like I, ain't that the truth. I'm repeating the same thing over and over, or I'm getting the same thing over and over. I'm getting the same result. Boy, or, ain't that or, the truth. Or this just keeps coming up. Why does this keep coming up in my life? So the little tweak to that is it doesn't. you don't burn down the house and start all over. You just say, how did I think that I resolved it in the past? Now, don't do the opposite, but maybe there's a little tweak to here and a tweak to here when that specific situation started to come up that I could probably tweak oh, here everything a little bit in like my this. life is in a rut right now. Everything, like every single thing, every single yeah, thing. Well, don't burn down the house. <laughs> First thing that you can do is when you drive to work, drive a different way. That's the, immediately the first thing that's, you can do. It's see, that's so thing is easy. You are so routine driven. Yes. No, I'll go a different way if traffic m- m- lends it. But if it adds 10 more <laughs> minutes to my commute, fuck no. <laughs> Just let it take you. This is, the f- this is the only way and the first way to get out of the circle or the zero rut that you're running. I take different ways home. Does that count? Um, home. No. Yeah, sure. Like today I was no. like totally you a different do something way different than you usually do. Like have coffee for breakfast. Yeah. Ew. Like Friday nights, pancake night, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Always. That's why there's a circle. Did you just say that? I don't know how I feel about this one. That was funny. I don't know. Everybody's fascination with butts. I'm not fascinated. Oh, with I'm butts. not into butt stuff. I just like saying butt stuff. Oh, okay. Just checking. <laughs> it's not my thing. He just likes to say things that are weird. Yeah, well, don't knock until you try it. Well, I've tried it. <laughs> I'm good. We're I'm pretty good. open here. <laughs> <laughs> what I have? Do you want to talk about my events? <laughs> yes, we want yes. to talk about your events. Okay, I, I as well will be at the Halloween Expo the 13th through the 15th. I'll be at the M&L Paranormal booth. Um, we are, have two events that are coinciding with that on Friday the 13th. It is a sold out event. Um, we are doing the Great Salt Air. As a paranormal How many people are you guys taking? 30? Is that what I heard? Mm, I think so. 30 to 40. That's what Eliza said. Um, but we do have Ghost Hunters International. Susan Slaughter will be coming from LA and she will be joining us at Great Saldair, as well as the Hollywood occultist advisor who advises on Hollywood movies. Jimmy Lynn Darling is coming from California and they will both be there and everyone will have a chance to um, circle around and investigate with them. Why, it's a pretty big building. So why Saltaire, though? Like, I mean, there's other places that, that are markedly perhaps more haunted. Why Saltaire? Okay. I will tell you that Saltaire has a lot to do with the salt water because in my experience in doing investigations and going out and taking dark spirits out of people's houses, this type of thing, that salt water traps things, especially dark entities. So when dark things happen, they can trap it at the Great Salt Lake, and there's a lot of stuff out there that's trapped. Well, and Saltaire gets flooded regularly. So. And could be a product or a reason of why and the accidents that happen on the highway and all of these kind of things. Um, it kind of spills out into Twilla, and I don't know why. And it's because I don't know if it's the Great Salt Lake used to be part of that area and that kind of thing. And there's the a lot asylum of in Twilla. The asylum in Twilla is the most authentic thing that I've ever I want to been to. So but I'm afraid. Prepare thyself. Ground thyself. Make a border around thyself. Do you remember when we went on your investigation? 
Which one? When you guys sat me in the hallway. The only one I've ever been in with you. In the Provo? Yeah. That was creepy. Oh, the Provo sound. That would be good. But uh, if you're looking for authentic, which Scorpios are, Asylum 49 is the real thing. It truly is. I I love that place. But on Saturday night. I won't be able to sleep for days, but that's okay. Saturday night, we are investigating the Castle of Chaos Haunted House on State Street in Midvale after it closes. Um, Both of our celebrity guests will be there. But I have been over there to Castle of Chaos during the day. And the things that has been before uh, a nightclub, this kind of thing, there are definite things and remnants from there. It's still connected to a bowling alley, that type of thing. So there is definite history there. When I was there and talking with some of the actors, they talked about the shadow person that is in the back hallway which was kind of an experience there. And then I felt a lot of sweating going on there as, as then that kind of stuff. So that was, should be very interesting. I don't know that anyone's done it on this kind of scale investigation, but even after everybody's been through their screaming all night, this residual energy, and then us going and investigating it afterwards from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., which is also dead time historically, I think that one will be actually really exciting. And there are still tickets available for that one. My cousin works at Castle of Chaos. Everyone that works there is so wonderful. They love it too. They know they know Susan. They're kind of like friends with Susan, I guess. Oh good. Not kind of. They're very good friends. Yeah. She well not very, but yeah. I didn't mean she go to their wedding and No, she couldn't. She was doing something, but she was invited to their wedding. She knows what she's talking about. She's an expert. She's very good at it and she's very super fun to investigate with. Something new this year at Saltair and I think Castle is that I will be doing readings as lo- along with London at the venue um, for anyone that has bought tickets and they want to participate in a reading we'll be doing that as well there will be someone with a spirit board in in one area working with a spirit board as well as like the other investigative equipment that you historically know so it's not just your it's not just one thing it's a a bunch of different things to experience very cool yes and then I'm at, I don't know if I'm at the Rio Grande or the Union Station on the 20th and the 21st. It's a paranormal thing, and there is we do have a booth there, and I will be doing readings at that. I wish I could tell you the name of the event. That's okay. We can post it on our blog. Okay. I'll get that from you. And I waited to appear on here, too, that I'm launching my website tomorrow, opening Ooh. it up. Um, yes, Rye from the Sky. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to book readings as well as event uh, parties. And then um, anyone that I work with as far as sponsors, that type of thing, I do logo work myself. And so I will be assisting. I've been doing that for a while, assisting businesses and that kind of thing with their logos and their graphic design work. Very cool. We can tell Psychic graphic designer. Yes. <gasps> I, I, I put Reiki into it, and so it gets lots of hits and lots of, I don't know what he call it, likes, smiley faces, all kinds of stuff. Hearts. <laughs> Everybody do- looks at my stuff. They're like, why do you get so many likes? It's like, well, because I hex it. <laughs> do, you, do you do uh, tarot readings at all? Yes, I will do the tarot. A lot of people um, are a little bit worried, like they're a little bit more hesitant in the tarot. I don't. Yeah, I've never seen tarot done. Like I've heard about all this other stuff, but never seen. Tarot. Have you gambled? Uh, a little. Okay, those are tarot cards. Like maybe like three or four times in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Any deck big. of cards is a tarot. Deck, Not a big so gambler. You can use any kind of deck is a tarot deck but people kind of shy away from it just because of the history of it it is more exact if you want to use it um but when people first come to me i usually talk about their astrological sign their birthday this type of thing and then if they want to come back i will do their tarot story based on 
what my it is that they're looking for. Birthday. Can I give you a deck of Magic the Gathering cards and you do terraforming off of them? <laughs> no, why? What are they, elves? <laughs> elves freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> I have elf ears. Elves and orgs and all, whatever they call orcs. it. Orcs, yeah, ogres, no, goblins. No. Orcs. There's dragons and angels and demons and... Angels what did, and demons, I'm What okay did um, Kleneth call me the other day? Some dwarf thing or something. I don't fucking know. Remember when you helped me answer a him dwarf back? dwarf thing? Halfling. A, no. A, Isn't that derogatory? Not when you're talking not fantasy Not when you're talking characters. fantasy. Not, oh, not so like I can a, say, like hey, you're a dwarf. Thing. Are you a dwarf? Like you could ask stuff. me because I'm a normal-sized person, but it's I wouldn't different. do that to <laughs> it. Like a, to a... What about a, uh, a gnome? Yes, thank you. Elf or a... It was a pixie. Yeah, pixie. I don't know he I think he called it. me an, an elf of some dark elf or a. Oh. <laughs> Did you flip him off? No. Oh. I came back with some other geeky thing that I got from him so that it was yeah, like she a really. cheated. I did. I cheated. Because I didn't know what he was calling me. Mm. But that's okay. He always tells me, I I'm so surprised by you all the time. Because I was like freaking out because there was an albino spider in the back of his car. And he's like, you surprised me. name, albino spider. <laughs> he's like, you surprised me. I'm like, why? Because I don't like spiders? So then I asked my boss, Jeff, I'm like, is that surprising to you? He's like, no, not really. So like, he's just crazy. Well then. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to do some news, maybe? Anything sure. else you want to talk about, Ryan? more questions for Ryan? Oh, yeah. Um, what, do you, you have questions for me? Well, I could start talking about your dead relatives, but it's a little bit too downer. <laughs> so, so I, I do want to know kind of, and, and we may have talked about this when we had you on before, but I don't think we did. How did you come into this? How did oh, you discover this? Good how job, did you, Jerry. how and when did you figure out? Okay. So all my life, I kind of just read horoscopes and horoscopes is totally different than anything else. But um, I just wore like little charms with Pisces, this kind of stuff on it. Um, when I moved to Las Vegas in 2010, I, uh, went to work at Citibank there and I had a friend that invited me to lunch. And while we're at lunch, she's talking my psychic, this, my psychic, that my psychic, this. And I'm like, Oh, I need to meet this woman. And she said, well, we're just having a party this Saturday. You should come get your cards read. Now, prior to that, and before me moving to, to Las Vegas, I had several announcements through my life to my parents that were like, Oh my God, what is wrong with this kid? <laughs> um, <laughs> but one of the announcements was I'm going to Las Vegas and I'm learning to be psychic. And they're like, Oh my hell, what <laughs> is wrong with you? For example, when I on, on the scale of announcements, that's gotta be like down a little bit. Yeah. Low. There was one that was kind of a bombshell before that. And if you can't <laughs> tell by my voice, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> I told her I was going to be psychic. And for future reference, when I liked the Caitlyn Jenner show, I called up my mom and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just love this I Am Kate show. And she goes, oh my God, are you a woman now? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no. Oh my God. <laughs> you should probably... Because they go hand in maybe hand. Maybe you should educate yourself a little bit. But no, I'm sorry. No more shocking announcements from this one. So anyway. So you know. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you're a woman now. So, what are you, a woman now? <laughs> that would be I'm the a, hardest. Oh, no, I just like this show. I think it's amazing. <laughs> Jeez. So anyway, I said I was going to learn to be psychic. So I was invited to the psychic um, card reader's um, party. And that's the first time I met Jodi Ann when I sat down with her. She said, you know, you're supposed to be doing this, right? And I said, oh, okay. Thinking, okay, do you say this to everyone? Then you first meet them, this type yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's how you get money out of people. Right. But then she said, oh my, she goes... 
She starts sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. And I'm like, what in the world? She goes, like, oh my gosh, there is someone here and they smell like perfume. Like I'm going to be sick about the perfume. Well, my grandmother had died the year before and we had known more than anything else that she would leave our house and she smelled like white shoulders perfume. This was a thing. So I knew immediately who she was talking about. She goes, no, you know who I'm talking about? I said, yes, I do. Then she said, she wants you to look up into the sky. And she has, a, there's a message about you looking into the sky. And I kind of started crying and I said, I know exactly what you mean. She was the youngest of eight. And when we went to each of her siblings' funerals, she would say that this person went to live in the sky. So I knew that that meant that she went to live in the sky. So I said, okay, this woman is authentic. She is real. Um, then she went on to tell several things about that and other things. And we started to to just kind of correspond and she taught me things and then she was a Reiki master and attuned me to Reiki which does open up your intuition so that's kind of the story of how it went and then I started just reading people's cards for practice and it just kind of went from there you said you learned it but you kind of just have it anyways yes it's just hon like honing in the talents Yes, doing it, actually practicing. So as Pisces, we are very shy and we don't like to share a lot of things because we'll feel things intuitively, but we won't say them. This is true of all water signs. Fire signs have to say it to get it out, but you hear things that you're not speaking about. Like, I just heard this, I just heard this. Water signs are feeling things and they're like, oh my gosh, I should tell you this, but we hold it in. The more that you talk about it, the stronger it becomes. So the more I would talk my crazy, is what I call it, my crazy, my crazy, my crazy, the stronger and stronger it got. So when I was just first doing it for people and that kind of thing, they're like, oh, this is nice and everything. The last time I came and visited people that I had read for years and years ago, they're like, what in the hell did you do? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you are so detailed and accurate about things. What are you talking about? I'm like, I've just been talking my crazy for several years. So that's the best thing to do. Share your crazy. It's not crazy. What do you say to critics, to people that are like, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. You're just telling people what you want them to hear, and you're just giving them the line. open. Yes. Well, you're just giving them open-ended advice that allow them to believe what whatever they hear is, is what they need okay. to hear. Absolutely. That's the best question I've ever heard, and I have got that on several occasions. This is what I say. The message is not for me. It is for you. Would you like the message or not? <laughs> because I am not the That's one I am not put on t-shirt I am not the great and powerful person in this this is just simply a vessel by which you interpret and give validation to other people if you don't want the message I'm not here to prove anything to you and I don't really give a shit what you think about me <laughs> <laughs> and that I learned that also from Sylvia Brown which I should have done my Sylvia Brown voice which I will do for you now she's the TV psychic right? yes and she's a big wreck right she's been married five times she smokes she's passed now she smokes and all this kind of stuff and this lady came up to her and said you're such a fake your life's a train wreck you've been married shouldn't you have it all figured out and she says honey <laughs> psychic is a gift you have to give it away. <laughs> so don't ever judge the person that's reading your cards by the life that they have lived. Because we can't figure our own stuff out. It comes to us. And if unless we have that other person in order to interpret it or that come some kind of medium, it's completely a mess and jumbled kind of messages. But when the other person sits down for the message and there's the connection between the cards, the reader, and the person receiving the message, that's when things actually start to happen. 
Magical. Yes. The coven of three. Anything in a three that you're going to be talking about is where that that situation happens. I like threesomes. <laughs> Who um, doesn't? I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess we're just, you know, talking about our sex lives tonight, babe. We've never had a threesome. These are separate. These are separate <laughs> we've sexual. Never, we've never no, had a threesome. And we've never had butt stuff. That's true. We've never <laughs> done butt stuff either. <laughs> now everyone knows. Thanks for fucking saying that on the air. Now I can't be like, oh, I get butt stuff all the time. I'm pretty sure this is not the first time this has been brought no, up, by the way. And I don't like butt stuff. Let's be clear. It's not my thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's my experience. The ones that actually do get it don't have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't get it. It's clear. And I don't really want it. But I like saying butt stuff. <laughs> One of my favorite things to say. Uh, should we talk about some news now? A few things going on. Maybe. All right. Yep. Yeah, let's do a little news. No one seems excited about it. That's because you decided all of this happened with Ryan. Yeah, I know. Okay. We were talking heavy. about butt it stuff. It does drain. Well, what do you guys want to do? Does someone want to have him like read your palm? Or, or He's not a palmist. He, he read palms. Do about, you pay attention? What about like tea leaves or dragon bones? or Dragon bones? Yeah, I, got, dra- I got a dragon bone for you. you. It's, out back. it's out back. <laughs> do you have some just laying around, babe? Do you throw like chicken bones or anything like that? I mean, like reading He's bones? He's not voodoo. Uh, I have had experience with voodoo. Um, but... It, there's a time and a place that calls for it. Um, but yeah. Not right now. No, I could tell you about the voodoo lady I was possessed by. <laughs> Put your news down, young man. I'm, I'm waiting for the story now. <laughs> okay. So um, I was reading cards for a friend one night, and I had seen a shadowy person that I've never seen before. It was kind of the height of his dining room chair. And I said, okay, I'm seeing the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, what? And I'm like, it's a person, but they're a lot shorter. And all I can describe is it looks like it has hay for hair, hay for hair, hay for hair. He, he said, I have no idea what that means. So I went home that night and I was living in Cottonwood Heights and I lay down to watch So You Think You Can Dance. And the lady I lived with at the time was sitting on the couch too. And I fell asleep. So to tell this in order, I woke up the ne- I woke up the next day, went to work. She calls me and she says, so you're still speaking in French Creole? And I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, I mean, talking about last night. Do you know what happened last night? And I said, no. What happened? So her not knowing that I had seen the, the shadow thing from the night before, I go home and we start talking about this. And she said, okay, you fell asleep on the couch. I'm like, okay, I remember that. Then I started to see you move your leg, kind of tapping the floor, tapping the floor. And I'm like, okay, I'm watching So You Think You Can Dance. So I'm tapping the floor. <laughs> I, I understand that. She said, so then I decided I thought I should probably try to wake you up. But before you woke up, you started to speak. And you were speaking this weird language. And it kind of sounded French, but it kind of sounded Jamaican. So I, you know, kind of determined it was French Creole. And I said, oh, well, that's weird. So then she said, I thought I should wake you up. So I kept waking you up and quit waking you up and you wouldn't wake up. And then finally, I got you to sit up, and you woke up, and you looked at me, and the first thought in my head was, okay, he's a woman. (laughs) Because she said when I looked up at her, my mouth had turned a different way. It kind of curled up like this. I had an old look in my eyes, and I looked very frail, and I was looking at her. Then she said, you began to speak to me while your eyes were open and looking like this in French Creole. And I said, oh, well, that's 
because I'm feeling great by this time. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so scared right now. What are, are you making this up? Are you sure this is what's happening? She goes, yeah, actually, I could probably play it for you because it sounds like the movie Meet Joe Black, where she, the woman in the hospital recognizes him as death and goes over and starts speaking to him in this language. And I said, well, what did you do with me? And she goes, well, I just thought you were a woman. So I said, let's go to bed. And so I raised my hand like this to her, like some old frail woman. And she just took me off to bed. So she pulled up on YouTube the part with Meet Joe Black and this kind of thing where the woman's speaking to me, to Brad Pitt in the movie. And as soon as she speaks, I start to cry, like tears just start to flow and flow and just run out of my face. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're okay. I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't know what's happening. But in later thinking about it, it was release. That it released it. So then I told her about the night before, seeing the thing that I saw, the thing with the hay with hair. And I said, the best thing I can describe is the Jessica Lange King Kong movie where they meet the natives. So we look it up and it's like witch doctor. So I'm like, I'm going back to that damn house and I'm going to ask them <laughs> what the hell is going on here. Well, at that time, he had no idea. Well, someone else moved in in the meantime, and he said, well, I found this weird trinket when so-and-so left, and I kind of wanted to show it to you. And I'm like, he had no idea about any of it. He pulls out this um, silver skeleton, and he put it in my hand, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's it. Like, I threw it. And I said, that's it. Get rid of that. Get rid of that immediately. So I have no idea where it came from. I have no idea where it went. But ever since then, people have said I can touch dark things because I had the voodoo lady in me. <laughs> Not that you want to, but... Once you go voodoo, you don't go back? I guess. That, I, don't, I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> That's my voodoo lady story. Good story. That's creepy. Yeah, I'm sweating. Have you ever been possessed beyond that with like creepy, scary shit? Or was that the worst? Um, no, I've seen scary things. Do you want to be scared? <laughs> I love being scared. Okay, so I bought this house in West Valley City. <laughs> and it was a twin home, and I moved into it, and I, I thought it would be really fun to have roommates. Um, and so, so I got this roller derby girl. I, well, I wanted, like, cool roommates, so I'm like, I want a roller derby girl roommate. And so I got this roller derby girl roommate. Was that in your ad? <laughs> no, I don't know how it happened. Looking for it one just happened, or girl? I just thought it was super cool when she showed just up. Like, and she's like, <laughs> I play do roller derby. I'm like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Like a, that's like a Craigslist killer post. Looking yeah. for roller <laughs> derby girl. So anyway, Room for rent. it ended up like she was there for a while and it was great. And then her sister came. and So um, her sister was there for a while. And she um, always wanted me to watch The Passion of the Christ. Like, <laughs> As you do. Yeah, and I'd never seen it. I'm like, okay, cartoon? okay, okay. Um, so finally she get corners me and uh, she want, really wants me to watch it. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch it with you. Cause she had, she has a big Christianity belief and I went to their church and it was great and everything. So I thought maybe this was the course, you know, like she <laughs> wanted me to just kind of learn about it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I can, I can do that. I can do it with yeah, anyone. Mormon. She's a book. She's like passion of Christ. <laughs> so I get to the part where he's, uh, whoever, Jim Caviezel or whatever, is on the cross or whatever, and this thing starts to come through the crowd. Have you guys seen it? It's been a long time. And there's this thing with a white face and this that starts to come through the crowd. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Like I start to just freak out and freeze. And I'm like, what is, who, what is that? And she says, well, that's Satan. And I said, I've seen that. And she says, where? I go, in the house. And she goes, you've seen it too? 
So she needed you to watch it on purpose. <laughs> she needed yeah. you to watch it because so of it was that. More of an encouraging thing, of like have you seen this thing in this house? Now, when but I, she didn't want to suggest it to you. Yes. So it was very smart. So when I bought the house from the lady, I wanted to buy her lawnmower because I had no lawnmower at the time. And so I met the owner. It's the only time I met the owner. When I met her, and I said, "Let's, I want to buy the lawnmower. That sounds good." Right when she left, she goes, "Good luck with this place." <laughs> and that famous last words. yes and that kind of reiterated that so my bedroom looked out over the living room and this thing would walk right back and forth across and there was railing that i could look out and see into the the drop living room where this thing would come across so one night way before i watched passion of the christ it decided to stop and look and turn at me and i looked at it and it's like electric kind of shocks went through my head in a way and um it didn't say anything, but what I heard in my head was, Ryan, so nice to see you again. Again. And it scared the you-know-what out of me. Mm-hmm. You can swear. There are swears on this show. Yeah. So this was before I moved to Las Vegas to learn to, to do any to of this. This all happened before that. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, I left that house. Scared? It was gone. <laughs> no. Did you tell the next donors? No. No, you don't <laughs> say good luck with this you place. Fucking disclose no. that shit. <laughs> what the fuck I always wonder that? I always wonder if my neighbors disclosed it when they moved, but I doubt that they did. Hey, I want to talk about something that happened this weekend. I we can't finish the show without talking about the fucking kid that got left in the corn maze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? You didn't hear that? Oh my right? god. Oh. Okay. So so this was was this last night? Yes, it Monday was last night. Because it was this morning's news. So uh, a three-year-old boy was left at a corn maze in West Jordan, uh, so around uh, 88th South and 4,000 West. Uh, I know where that one is. Yeah, it's just it's kind of far from here. Yeah, Smiths. I mean, yeah, back, yeah, by back. the new, kind of by the new Smiths, it's a little yeah. bit further. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so West Jordan police uh, said that a corn maze employee found the child at 8 p.m. Monday night and turned the child over to an officer. Authorities cared for the child until his mother called the police at about 7:45 a.m. Tuesday morning. <laughs> How the fuck do you misplace your three-year-old? How many kids does, does this person have? Does it matter? How do you misplace well, a three-year-old? I, First off, I feel like if you have one child and you misplace your three-year-old, then you're... Right. Co- but I, if you have like 12 kids and you misplace your three-year-old, that maybe... If you have 12 kids, plug your fucking uterus. <laughs> <laughs> All right? The Duggars is not you a situation anyone needs to be first. in. Well, yeah, just stick an IUD up there or, you know what, just sew it shut. You don't need to have any more sex. <laughs> you have 12 kids. Clearly, you do not. But sex isn't just for procreation. No, it's not. But if you have 12 kids, sex is being used purely for procreation. Like, to have 12 kids, you're... Or you're every- just Catholic and you don't right. believe in uh, birth control. Or you're Mormon and you think having 12 kids is going to get you your own planet. This is a home. I don't know. If this that's is a, a home shared with other families. So but but maybe still. it was like, oh, so and so took her home, or so and so brought her home. But a three-year-old, you think? But a three-year-old for twelve. So first off, you go to the corn maze with a three-year-old, and okay, so maybe the maybe the three-year-old went to the corn maze with someone else that was living in the house, and magically that person is a super responsible person and manages to leave the three-year-old at the fucking corn maze. But how does mom let it go 12 hours? <laughs> at least, at least. That's 12 hours that the cops had the kid. How does the mom let it go 12 hours before they call well, the cops? Well, and they didn't say in the story what time they, like, anybody left the corn maze. No, they don't know. They just found the kid and turned him over to the cops at 8 p.m. And the cops got a call at 8 a.m. <laughs> hey, my three-year-old's missing. I don't know where he's at. 
Maybe she needed a break. She's <laughs> 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 so, so like, he'll never get, he'll never get out of the corn yeah, maze. You don't understand. Timmy's an asshole. Yeah, we no one ever tells <laughs> anybody that their kid's Look, an asshole. Maybe the kid was an asshole. Maybe they're trying to challenge the kid, and they're like, "Well, we hear about mice and the cheese and their little mazes. We we set him to go, and we just wanted him to get through it on his own." Yeah, uh-huh. or it was like we will leave you here if you do not stop. Yeah, stop crying <laughs> like a fucking did. baby. He called his bluff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight a.m. How the fuck do you leave a kid? He's all three. Like, it's not like he's seven or ten or, or 16. sixteen. He's fucking three. He can barely make full sentences. Maybe they only had dogs before, and dogs find their way home. <laughs> yeah, and they're fine to leave alone when they're three. Yeah, homeward bound. I mean, geez. That's full grown. Uh, the good news, if anyone's interested. Uh, the the child's in DCFS custody. That's probably the for the best. Custody, so at least as a, at the time of this article, I have a feeling he's going to have issues with corn mazes the rest of his life. Yeah, drama. maybe he's too uh, little look, to look, even realize. If his parents did not fucking realize he was gone for at least twelve hours, like overnight, like the kid didn't go to sleep in his own fucking bed, type type of of missing, and they didn't. Maybe he notice. doesn't have a bed. It could be. Maybe he sleeps on the floor or with you drawer. know two sets of grandparents in a single bed like Charlie from the Chocolate <laughs> Factory. Charlie didn't sleep with his no, grandparents. Because that's creepy. But the grandparents all sleeping together was also really creepy. Um, <laughs> they slept head to foot. <laughs> that makes it How better. did they make love? They didn't. They were old. <laughs> old people fuck. In fact, you know, speaking of that, that's a big problem, actually. A lot of old people, <laughs> a lot of old people are like riddled with STDs. STDs because they don't use protection because they don't fucking care. They're like, eh, whatever. Syphilis can kill me. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Where like, are these old people? In retirement in communities. In retirement communities. They okay. actually have outbreaks of STDs oh, in yeah, retirement they have communities. huge, like, gonorrhea, chlamydia outbreaks in these retirement Because they all sleep around and they don't use protection because they're that. like, we only need it because we're, because we don't want to. 10 years. I can take some antibiotics. I don't think that's I what they, the, I, I think that they legit just don't think they can give it to each other. Yeah, that's they're it. like, uh, no, nah, I just slept with Sally. She ain't slept with no one else yet. Yeah, I say go, Grandma Gertie. Get, Get it while you can. Do it. You've got like 10 years to live tops. Just go fuck your brains out. Yeah, do it. I Should I make that a, sh- a show note? You know, I should say a disclaimer. <laughs> I don't. I I feel bad for this. I can't even let the kitty outside and, unless it's back inside cat. at night. I don't so let my kitty outside. I don't want to be mean about this. I don't have any children, but how the fuck? even the kitty has to be in it. Seriously, night, so. how do you misplace a child for that long? And it's I was just, just kidding about and, and by the way, how many kids. The, the kid having a problem with corn mazes, that's like the least of his worries. He's going to fucking have serious problems, period. <laughs> if his parents forget about him for a full well, day. Well, maybe not. He's with DCFS and maybe they'll find a lovely family that. Yeah, because him. three-year-olds that get put into child protective services and bounced around foster homes always turn well, out. Well, he's A-okay. still young enough that he's probably wanted. Hey, I've seen lots of people on Dancing with the Stars, and they were I think they were in foster homes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. She's like, look at this upbringing. It's horrible, and you cry and everything. It's like, oh, my gosh, look what she did. <laughs> they were talking about, like, I don't know, Emmett Smith or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Dancing with the Stars, right? I've never seen a single episode of that show. Oh my gosh, you're missing out. No, no. I'm not. Yes, you are. No, not. You know when I decided I will never watch a single episode of that show? When I went to visit my dad down in Phoenix. This is crazy dad. I don't know if I told this story Oh yeah, before. his dad's crazy. Like, like My dad's like tinfoil hat crazy. So he lost a very successful business because he refused to switch from analog radios to digital when the whole world was switching to digital radio signals. Uh, he decided not to update so when cable went digital like all tv signals went digital you had to get a converter box they didn't get a converter box because they didn't want the government to know what they were watching 
So instead, they stopped watching TV altogether, and the only TV they got were VHS tapes made by his wife's mom, who has one of those old, like, giant, like, four-foot satellite dishes. Like the Ward House house. That only get 24-hour religious programming, Mm. basically. Uh, So she would record religious tapes and send them to him. The only thing they watched outside of that was Dancing with the Stars, and that's when I knew I should never, (laughs) ever watch that show. So you're saying Dancing with the Stars comes on four-foot satellite dishes like anywhere? I have no idea. It must. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how they got it, but that's definitely not like... This is my my dad, like, 15 years old, I go to visit him, won't let me watch The Simpsons because it's not appropriate. I'm like, motherfucker, I've been watching The Simpsons since they started on Tracy. As they started on Tracy Ullman, my mom and I would... She'd let me watch fucking Tracy Ullman show. And I was like, what? That was like 89. I was probably like eight or nine years old at the time. She's letting me watch the Tracy Ullman show so we could watch the Simpsons shorts that were on there at the time. Hmm. I wasn't allowed to watch Three's Company. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> that might be something. And like seven years old, my mom and I were watching Friday the Thirteenth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, those kind of movies. I'm like seven or eight years old. Like this is probably not the best. Was Daniel upgrade. watching those? I too? hope you've yeah, caught up on those though, because Three's Company is great. Oh yeah, no, I it's did. not. It's terrible. Three's Company too. It depends on if it's Mister Mister Furley, huh? Mister Furley. Yeah. Or fucking creepy. I like Mrs. Roper too. Mrs. Roper. Oh, or if it's girl. Chrissy, or if it's you know the other girl. Yeah, the other girl. The other girl. It's like the that other husband. It. We won't it's speak of Chrissy it. or the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> the shitty one. It's either Chrissy or the shitty one. No, that there show were several was terrible. Shitty ones. That that show was terrible. I liked Chrissy's cousin. That was kind of the dumb one, Jenny Lee. What was her name? Or that was her name in real life. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Why are we talking about terrible seventies TV? <laughs> that was a really you just told us a, you just told us a big long story about religious TV well it was really about more how crazy my dad is and my dad so much a star sucks you kind of had a horrible childhood uh, I, I lived I'm, I came through it alright <laughs> it's alright so say you it's debatable <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's gotta be something else to talk about here. I don't want to talk about most of this news. I don't care about. So this theater thing is actually pretty cool. Up in Spring, up in Springville, down in Springville. Down in Springville. Springville's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, pretty much is. Basically, Springville is like the last beacon of civilization before you hit nothing but shitty land. Because uh, Nephi doesn't count as a beacon of civilization. Oh, you have Springville. Then you have Spanish Fork. Then you have Payson. Oh, Springville's before Spanish have, Fork? I yeah. thought it was And Santa Quinn. Santa Quinn's the edge of the world. Okay, so Santa Quinn is the edge. And then you have Nephi. If the world Santa Quinn's flat, just the think of where flat, Gary Santa Coleman Quinn. died, and that's the edge of the world. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Springville's right after Provo, then. Basically, Springville's right after Provo. Yes. yes. That's where my favorite. Uh, antique stories. That's where the shitty drivers typically start when I'm coming back from like Vegas or St. George or Cedar City. The shitty drivers start around Springville, I think. <laughs> you get on the freeway, you're going like 50 miles an hour. Motherfucker, get out of the way. <laughs> I've been going 90 and I'll have to slow down for you. It's just not acceptable. Okay. But there's some theater anyway. out there, <laughs> some historic theater that's been like... It's been empty for a really, really long time. Yeah, now they're uh, someone's gonna come in and renovate it and start showing some crazy old shit. <laughs> well, like old silent so movies, like, that, babe. like silent movies and some just other like stuff, that. right? Uh, yeah, Did I read that right? she yes. had her first Reese's peanut butter cup there. No, that's the stories uh, that she's been collecting about the experiences that people in Springville had with this theater when it was an open, popular. It must take back a long time to get because the, I mean, the time this theater was out. 
I mean, the people are in their 70s and 80s now that she's got to be getting these mm-hmm. stories from. And and telling a story, a 70 or 80 year old, they tell long stories. <laughs> I mean, and sometimes they're good. Me. Sometimes they're good, but mm. <laughs> 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 they're not all great storytellers, is all I'm saying. Um, that Surprise theater you. opened in 1937, by the way. So, um, and then a realtor purchased the building in the 90s. It became a playhouse. Um, there were performances there, and then it sold in the early 2000s. And then the city actually acquired it in 2008. So, this gal, um, her name is Melissa Cannon. She took it over, and it's called the Rivoli Theater. And I thought it said ravioli at first when I looked at <laughs> it. Um, anyway, so she's just working on refurbishing it and trying to get it ready for um, Art City. She looks like a dancer. Year, next year and uh, have it ready to show regular movies and then also have uh, theater performances there again. Hey, so. isn't Springville where Strap Tank is? Yes. Maybe we should go to Strap Tank and then go visit this theater. Maybe we should totally do that. Just saying. It's a good idea if our producer could get on that. I think it's a fantastic idea, but nobody listens to the producer, our, so... Our scheduler. That's because we were all trying producer. to douse you. Yes, you and the your water fire. on the fire. Just burn it brighter. I just throw myself on you. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> all three of you? Yeah. Dog I pile. <laughs> I get the top. <laughs> I kind of want to commend this lady for taking this project on and like resurging something that's... It's really cool. pretty cool. There's an importance to it, obviously. Can you and imagine think, the activity, though? Yeah, there's probably a lot of residual and stuff. And as you renovate, you're probably going to have a lot of activity. But I think this is kind of said for some of, I don't know how young this person I is, lied. what age they are. Hey, speaking of activity, have you She's been down? Have you been 19, down? It actually opened in 1927. Wow. Have so. you been down into McGrew Studios? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> he has, like several times. I sent him all of our pictures. I don't know. I don't know. He was Rafen's handler. You guys are crazy. No, Eliza is Raven's handler. Uh-huh. My first visit to McGrew Studios when I met Raven and I met Jen, um, I actually went in there and I said, uh, they took me down in that basement scary oh, part. Oh, yeah, we went down there and too. Really yep. and like, down there's there. someone that's got killed by an elevator here. And I said, there's lots of people sewing, like there's sewing or something. And I guess it used to be a sewing mercantile place. But where I was standing, Raven goes, well, actually, we're standing used to the old elevator shaft. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, we. But we there's had... lots of activity there. There was a fire upstairs. Uh, the photography part of You've it. You've seen our pictures. Mm-hmm. There's definitely stuff down there. Yeah, he yes. left. The, he left the elevator shaft. Opening. How did I miss oh. that? It's right when you when you walk in. Oh, no, that's walk not the in, elevator shaft. I, thought I was that down was in the, the basement. No, that 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 hole yeah, that he all had open. covered up. He said that oh. used to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elevator. That's right. Okay. It's yeah. covered in um, that was a plywood. Plywood. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yep. Right inside the door. That's Jess and I were facing the door when we were doing the recording, and neither one of us realized that we were noticing the same thing that there was like a thing outside the door, and the guys kept telling us it was Raven. And when he came back in from his guests, he's like, "Uh, no, I haven't been by the door at all. Actually, I've been in the front of the building." It's creepy. Oh, a man with like a hat like that, right? It, it, no, it was just I was just seeing. Shape the picture sh- we t- well shapeless things. The picture I took. Did he have? A, he didn't have a hat on. The basement. No. No. With just a. Hmm. There's definitely stuff there. Yes. Yeah, we absolutely agree. That's a good place to investigate. We're going to. <laughs> we have been invited. 
Do but it. the producer super sucks, so. <laughs> I got I to sleep. I'm sorry, guys. I sleep during the hours you investigate. He does. Don't be a party pooper. You can do it once. I'd ha- I'd does have he to have to be there? I would have to. I would, <laughs> Absolutely not. I would have to sleep like all day first. Seriously, I'd have to get a big nap in. So make a plan. I'd probably have cocaine. <laughs> I don't <laughs> A lot of caffeine. Or, you know, just a five hour energy. Like, let's, let's not that's go crazy legal, here, That's dude. just legal cocaine. Uh, so, I want to talk about one more thing, and then you guys can... I was, I was going to say, are you seriously not going to talk about I, the World Cup? I have to. So, so <laughs> look, the reality is Salt Lake's probably not going to get a game for the World Cup. Um, but the U.S., Mexico, and Canada have put in a big bid that is likely to get accepted. All, all signs point to us. Uh, as a as North America essentially hosting the World Cup in 2026, it's a long ways away. Um, but uh, <laughs> to say the least, they are starting to make decisions on some of the stadiums that perhaps will be part of that as they finalize the bid for uh, FIFA. Is that how far out they are? Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. scheduled to clear so out. So you've got uh, uh, Qatar. Uh, you know, with all the slave labor putting shit up here. At, so 2018 is is in Russia. Uh, and then 2022 is Qatar, and then 2026 will be its four-year cycles. Obviously, 2026 is probably going to be us, uh, though. There's a chance us meaning the, the U.S., not Utah. North America. I say us. I mean North America. Um, so the U.S., Canada, and Mexico are all going to host different games. So um, Salt Lake is being considered to host a uh, World Cup game or two. Uh, it'll probably be two or three games, honestly, if we host as a host city. The big issue is uh, where we're going to put the game because for a World Cup, you need really close to 60,000, 70,000. And Rice Eccles only seats 45. 46. Uh, the, I'm guessing we'll expand the stadium by then. That's a long ways out, and they've already talked about doing expansion uh, at that stadium. Their, their games are pretty much always sold out. They have um, uh, sold-out season tickets and... Uh, so there's there's a good chance they'll expand. I don't know if they'll actually get the bid. The other thing is Rice Eccles is turf, and uh, they'd have to bring in a, a field to put on top of it, a grass field to put on top of it. So those would be the big concerns there, I think. But it would be really fucking cool. We have we have had World Cup qualifiers here before, um, but those are just qualifying games. Uh, we've had Gold Cup games, which are an international tournament here, uh, and it's really cool every time uh, you know a big event like that comes to Salt Lake. So. Is this soccer? Yes. Okay. Good <laughs> job. Do have Ryan? a soccer field. We do, yeah, but it's but not it, big enough. But the stadium's the not stadium's big only going to hold twenty two thousand unless they expand it. Oh. Uh, that's not big enough for World Cup. Oh. World Cup is really, really big because outside of the U.S., all the freak athletes play soccer. They're mm-hmm. all tall and crazy. Like so when here, the, when we have like six foot four, two hundred twenty pound dudes, uh, they're playing football and getting up to like two eighty. Uh, in the rest of the world, when you have a six foot four, two hundred twenty pound dude, they play soccer. Mm. I like the real games; they're really fun. <gasps> Yay! Uh, I like them I, too. I, I thought it would be like hey, so boring and it's dress awesome. pants. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for those pants. <laughs> so have, Why are your pants hanging in your office, babe? So when I, I, you know, if I'm just at home, a lot of times I'll just be sitting in 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 uh, basketball shorts. And if I've got to go somewhere, I'll put on my shirt, but I won't always put on my pants because they wrinkle. It's the whole Seinfeld thing because they do get wrinkly if you <laughs> sit in them. Plus, I, 
I, I have flatulence uh, <laughs> in my office. I, I fart freely when I'm here working by myself and there's no one here but me and the dogs and I can blame the dogs and it, I know, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so I, I that's where I hang stuff up sometimes. And I've been looking for those pants for like two fucking weeks. <laughs> and I just, because they're just kind of out of the way on the scarf racks and I just, just haven't noticed them. So it's crazy. Gonna, I was going to point to the scarf racks for Ryan to. Well, to I was my... pointing at the scarf racks, and I still didn't notice that it was there. See, that's how often I. Well, we haven't been in, so we weren't in your office last week recording because no, we, we were. We haven't off-site. been in here for a couple weeks, so that's why I haven't been down here. Well, we have. We did the Comic Con episode here, but but I they must have come in after. Did you notice that those were over there? That's funny. Why didn't you say anything? I've been why would she say those? something? She probably she assumed you know. knew that she the pa- has to know I was looking for those. Why yeah, she, I'm sure she knows. It. <laughs> I didn't even know you were looking for them. How would she know? Why? Why would you not say? Why? Like, why would I not? Why would clean you? That up? <laughs> why would I be like Chris? Why do you have pants? Here? That's what exactly <laughs> the kind of <laughs> that is exactly the kind of question you should be asking me. Like you should start the show off with why the fuck? And are then there you'll pants be like, why are you questioning me, woman? <laughs> probably just true. Like that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe something special happened at that soccer game in those pants. You never know. I would never no, wear those pants to, a soccer, pants to a soccer game. No way. No way. I have icy. I've had icy spilt on me. I would not wear. Dress Shut pants. up. <laughs> I never spill anything unless I'm at soccer, and for some reason, like I, I'm not clumsy. It's I don't the spill. I don't it's trip. I don't. I spill hot chocolate. I spill ices. I spill popcorn. Like you name it, I've spilled. People it. above me spill beers on us all the time. Yeah, I've yet to drop a beer. I haven't either. You don't drink beer because <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. I don't. I don't want to talk about anything else. This has been fun. This has been fun. So Ryan, one more time, how can people get a hold of you? Um, I right now I'm on Facebook. Ryan Butterfield. And also my website should be up tomorrow, ryefromthesky.com. There should be I'll put a link. Is it just R Y? R Y F R O M T H E S K I S K Y. Dot com. Whoops. Oopsie. Yes. Spell it like it sounds, folks. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure it was just R Y at the front. Because the rest of it from the sky is pretty fucking easy. Okay. He wanted to make sure it wasn't like whiskey. Whiskey and rye. Mm. Yeah, this will be the day that I die. Singing this <sighs> will be the day that I die. But come and see me at the Halloween Expo. Yes. If you want to yes. talk further about your gifts or any of that kind of stuff, we can arrange private appointments. And anyone that's having a Halloween party that they would like to add a card <gasps> reader to, you can get a hold of me there as well. Because yeah. I will, I'm currently open from the 16th until the 30th of, depending on what days it is for people's parties. But I do have some... We've done that. Bef- we've done that before at a, at a Halloween party that we had. We had yeah, but that that person was dumb. <laughs> it's true. She wasn't very good, and she wasn't personable, no. which was really weird. Like I didn't even want to approach her. That's weird. I got bad, bad, bad it, vibes. Pay attention to that. Your authenticity. Bad vibes. Scorpio authenticity. Okay, well, that's going to do it. <laughs> Cancer, not so much. <laughs> He's just an asshole. Uh, Yes, I am. Uh, so uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at TNU Podcast, uh, our website, thenewutah.com. I'd say, f- you know, iTunes and Stitcher, but you're fucking already listening to us on some service. So continue to listen to us. Um, we're on every service. So if you don't find us, um, 
And leave us a review. Yeah, please leave us a review. Uh, and then if you like what you're hearing, if you but like don't tell episode, us if you can hear us eating because we don't give a shit. Wow. Okay, that's out there. <laughs> Fuck you, listener. Whatever your name is. Hey, I already apologized yeah. to her. Uh, but uh, if you uh, if you have a comment, leave it. Uh, we do take we do take them to heart. She's been upset about it for weeks now. Um, she cries at night when she goes to bed. That's she she's eating popcorn. She's like <laughs> after she shimmies up the stairs. I, I can't even eat this popcorn on there. I, 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 I just realized I have a lot more issues. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at her two bags of toys in the corner. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, um, yeah, uh, share our stuff, please share. Liking it's great, but if you like it, share it. That's that's really the way to to help us out. Uh, is is to share our stuff on on Twitter and on Facebook when we post out our stuff and go check out the blog on the website. A lot of good stuff there, not just uh, links to our show though those exist, but uh, we have links to all kinds of stuff there. So, uh, thanks for listening and uh, have a good night. No, you hang up. Why do you, why do you say that every time? Come on. <laughs>